Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a fabulous weekend and enjoyed all the games we're about to break down. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. Good morning, good morning. Jen, how are you today? It I'm really fabulous. doesn't matter how anybody is because all that really matters is Cowboys! How about 4-0 since everybody danced on their graves, starting with you, Mr. Cowboy Hater? How about fly, Cowboys, fly all the way to Philadelphia next Sunday night? How about it? I would take uh, the Longhorn fan. Yeah? Yeah, you uh, have... <laughs> yeah, That's funny. What happened? No, about... nobody cares. Oh, nobody cares. You oh, can have that. You can have all, that. all that matters is Cooper Rush, baby. Yeah. That's all that, that matters. That all you can have all that. That seems all that matters. You can have Baker. You can have... No, 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 no. You can have it all. I got Cooper Rush. I got 4-0. Well, you should have had him in Carolina. You'd be a little better. Let's go, Jay. Let's go. I'm ready, Jay. I'm ready. I can tell. I thought about you yesterday, Skip. I had that Eagles game, and let me tell you, those fans had Dallas signs all ready. They're, they're ready. They're ready. We're going to dive yep. into that go. in a minute. Plus, Tom Brady and that much talked about running the passer call against Grady Jarrett. Can't wait. I don't know about that. But first, guys, all right, Skip. We're going to give you your, your flowers. Cooper Rush, now 5-0 and as a starter and 4-0 and this season since replacing Dak as the Cowboys beat the Rams yesterday 22-10 as underdogs. That, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Dak Prescott would reportedly need to make, quote, significant strides in his recovery to be ready to play the Eagles this upcoming Sunday. Shannon, you first. Is it time to go back to Dak? Skip, I can say it is time, but do I believe they're going to go back? I do not. I believe Jerry Jones is very enamored with Cooper with Cooper Rush. He's never really fully bought into Dak Prescott, and this is his one opportunity because they're winning football games. And Jerry's like, hold on. We don't need a $40 million quarterback. We're running the football. Our defense is playing lights out. The game could not have started any better for the Dallas Cowboys. You lose, <laughs> uh, uh, you lose, uh, well, no, you win, you win the coin toss, you defer to the second half, and basically the same thing we saw this happen the, uh, last Sunday night, Skip. Well, uh, unfortunately, Tampa, they fumbled the thing, uh, the, uh, the kickoff. Yep. The Rams, third down, they hit Matthew Stafford, the ball pops out, D Law scoops it up, scoop and score. Wow. You could not have started any better than what they started. They were all over uh, 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 Matthew Stafford yesterday, Skip, the defense. Three takeaways, five sacks, average 2.5 yards of carry. So you can't do anymore. And then Cooper Rush like, well, okay, I guess I'll, you know, I'll, I'll chill lead again. I, I complete 10 passes for 102 yards. And, Skip, as long as you, your defense is going to do that, you look at what they did, gave up, 17, 16, 10, and 10. They're giving up 13 points a game, which is fourth in the National Football League. If you're going to play that kind of defense, if you're going to attack the quarterback like they do, if you're going to take the ball away like they did, if you're going to hold them, uh, they can't run the football. We knew the Rams' offensive line wasn't very good, and they didn't run the ball very well, which was tailor-made for the Dallas Cowboys. And so Cooper Rush didn't have to do a whole lot yesterday. He hadn't had to do a whole lot, considering if you look at the, uh, uh, go back and look at the numbers that that defense has given up, Skip. I do believe that if Dak is healthy, they should go back because I believe Dak for the long term. But do I believe they're going to go back? I think you start to come around. You, you, you're like, okay, with Dak, you need to show me you're on the hot seat. I don't think Dak going to be on the seat at all, Skip. Mm-hmm. Cooper Rush, that 10, I mean, I'm like, damn. I'm like, come on, Rams. Y'all can do more than this. He only had to throw the ball 16 times, Skip. He had 10 completions. They only had, what, 50, I think, well, 50 total plays that counted. But – 
No, 53 total plays, 239 yards, and you win the ball game by two scores. So that just goes to show you how well they're playing defensively. They're running the football. They ran the football. They got that one big splash play from uh, Tony Pollard, and really that put the uh, ball game out of reach. So unless you can make Cooper Cup, a participant in these ball games, Rush, which means yeah. Cooper, Cooper Cup. So Cooper unfortunately, Rush. they they allowed Cooper Cup to be a participant. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. He 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 got loose, but that one play other than that, Skip. Unless you can unless you can make Cooper Rush a participant in these games, an active participant. And I'm not saying you know, Skip. You got to force him that he's down by two scores, and he's got to play well throughout the course of the ball game. Not start well, go through a lull, and then make two or three throws at the end of the ball game to beat you or get you in field goal range. And if you can't do that, it's going to be tough sledding beating the Cowboys because their defense, they're starting to, they're starting to get that walk about them, that swag about them, that when they step on the field, no matter who the opposing defense is, they're like, we the baddest mofos out here today, that guys. That is correct. And ain't nothing y'all can that do about it. That is correct. <laughs> Shannon Sharp, what did I tell you all off season? My team will go as far as Micah. Parsons, 11 from heaven, and Micah's Marauders will carry this team. Well, they carried them. <laughs> Help me out. Do you foresee this team getting in a 35-32 to 32 shootout? I, I think, Skip, there'll be one game where, you know, you're gonna, your, your defense is going to be a little off and, 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 and teams might have the numbers. So I don't know if it's a 35-34. I don't, definitely don't see no 38-35 ball game. Maybe, maybe, Skip, maybe a 28, maybe a 28-31, maybe a 28-24 type of ball game. But you got to get more than 20 points. I, I don't see any, anybody being able to shoot out on my defense. I just don't can see it. Get, I, I could be get, wrong. Can somebody get to 20? How about that? Skip, Skip, forget shootout. Can somebody get to 20 to force Cooper Rush to get to 27? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, but I don't see any 35. No, 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 I, I, don't, I don't either, unless something unforeseen were, were to really right. happen. I'm going to preface all of my remarks with this. I want to remind you, Mr. Hall of Famer, you have said repeatedly on this show, Dak Prescott is nothing more than an average NFL quarterback, yeah. correct? Yeah. I'm going to remind everybody watching that – since, remember back in 2019 when Dak started off hot the first three yeah, games and yeah. then Jerry said we're imminent on getting a contract done right. and all of a sudden Dak and his new agent went to contractual war with Jerry Jones and they eventually won yeah. through gritted Jerry teeth. They yeah. won. Yeah. They took him to the bank. They took him to the cleaners. Yeah. And yet, since that magic moment that he said, no, Jerry, we're not done yet. Right. Would you believe his starting quarterback record since that moment is 18 and 18? Would you believe that since your Broncos invaded Jerry World last year, about mid-year, mm -hmm. you know what Dak's starting record is for my Dallas Cowboys? It's six and six since that moment. That includes the playoff loss to San Francisco and the opening night loss to GOAT at Jerry World, right? right? Mm -hmm. When Dak, I think we both agreed, stunk in that game. Yeah. The heat has been turned up on Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was front and center after the game. Dak spoke more than Cooper Rush did in the locker room after the game because he's saying, remember me? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the guy. Oh, it's you my know, team. You noticed that too. Yeah. I know what type of team we could be when we healthy. Yeah. yeah, when we're healthy and we can be an off explosive offense. That was a shot at Cooper Rush. We're going to dive deep it, into it that was. in a few minutes. It was. But the point is that I'm not sure about Dak.
And I, I'm not sure about this formula with Cooper Rush, except that it's 4-0. <laughs> That's all I know, is that Cooper Rush is as far from Dak Prescott as you can get in ego because he has none. He doesn't care if he even speaks after the game. He doesn't care if he speaks during the week. Right. All he does is he goes out and says, what am I required to do today? Mm -hmm. If it requires me to throw, I will throw. And and I'm going to remind you, it required him to throw up at Minnesota last year when he threw for 325 and threw a touchdown pass with 55 seconds left. It required him to throw against the defending AFC champ Bengals when in the last minute of the game they were in some trouble, the game's tied, and he hits three straight big clutch passes. I saw it with my own eyes. It was clutch, clutch, long-distance clutch to set up a walk-off field goal. Mm -hmm. I saw him, and all of a sudden, now this game starts to look bigger and bigger. They did go up to New York, and you say, oh, come on, it's the Giants. Well, they're 4-1 now. They're looking pretty good. They beat Aaron Rodgers yesterday by batting down two balls at the end of the game. They did. Thibodeau got one hit hit him right in the the face face mask. Great. Well, way to go, Aaron. (laughs) Clutch. Really clutch. There you go. Okay. But in in that game, when Saquon busted loose and it felt like the sky was falling on my Cowboys and they fell behind 13-6, to Cooper Rush said, no, I, I got you. I got you. And that's why Demarcus Lawrence said after the game last night, we know he's had our back the whole time. We trust Cooper. Well, they do. He he did what he had to do at New York with two long drives. They were like 89-yard drives. Skip, I will give him this much, is that anytime a team takes the lead, because the Rams did take the they lead 10-9. I agree. And they, he came immediately. It's always – he will answer immediate. And so now all of a sudden, Skip, that gives that team confidence. Like, oh, man, we, hey, we just got the lead back. And so now they come out, the defense come out, and they dominate even more so than they had up until that point. That is give, correct. Give, I'm going to give him some credit, Skip, but he did what he needed to he, do, he even is, though it wasn't much yesterday. He is the answer man against Washington at home. Yep. All of a sudden, Carson Seven, Wentz, six. who's capable of throwing – Carson Wentz played pretty yesterday. well yesterday, and then he gags at the end and throws it to the other team at the goal line. Yep. Okay, that's Carson Wentz. Right. But he's capable of being ahead 7-6 to six at Dallas, which he was. Right. And all of a sudden, Cooper Rush said, no, I, I got this. Right. And they rushed for nothing against Washington. It was They had 42, what was it, four, 62 yards rushing, mm-hmm. gave up 142. And all of a sudden, Cooper Rush said, oh, you need me to make some throws? I'll make these throws. Right. And he hit CD for the breakaway touchdown. He makes all the throws he needs to make. So here's my takeaway from last night. It would be – Wrong. It would be unfair to throw Dak back into the fire at the Eagles. They are on Philly fire. They, they managed to survive, as Jen pointed out. She was there yesterday, but they managed to survive when Amendola missed a 43-yard field goal. Right. But l- look at what they're doing with the turnover differential. They are running away with it. Is that not the stat in yep. pro football? Mm-hmm. They're the hottest team. They're the You've said repeatedly they're the best team. How fair would it be when Dak's not exactly sure how strong he can grip a ball under fire to throw him into that fire at Philadelphia? It would... It just wouldn't work. It, it would be unfair to him. It'd be unfair to the football team because they would forever be wondering. I wonder if Cooper could have won this game. You, you, you do realize, like, the more Cooper Rush wins, the further okay. that that, uh, that date that Dax okay. is ready to play right. gets pushed I, I keep back. I harking back to 1991. I saw Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson do just this same thing with yeah. Steve Berline, and you know Steve Berline. I do. I play and, with Beeline. I, I don't believe he's better than Cooper Rush, but we could argue that all day. Oh, They're you don't think Beeline was better than Cooper? No, no. I, I'm, I, I'm saying I, I think Cooper Rush is better than Steve Berline. You do? Was. Oh, yes. I disagree okay. with that Okay. All right. Okay. Well, go back and look at the numbers Steve Berline was putting up there, Cooper-esque <laughs> numbers. But the point is, 
that in 1991, he got a hot hand. Troy Aikman was the first pick in the draft, and he healed his sprained knee. He was ready to go. They made the playoffs. It was a breakthrough. Nobody saw him coming. And they're going to Chicago to play Dickens Bears. And Jimmy and Jerry, the, the co-signing, said, Troy, no, I, I, we know you're completely healthy. We got to ride the hot hand. Right. It's the same thing all over again. Okay. We got to ride the hot hand. And by the way, Steve Berline won a huge game at the end of the regular season at Buddy Ryan, at Philadelphia against Reggie White and company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that set the table for what was about to come. Okay, well, is history going to repeat where the, the second after Steve Berline shocked Ditka at Ditka, they went to Detroit and got their doors blown off yeah. by the Lions. It wasn't Barry Sanders. It was Eric Kramer. Right. But the Herbert point was, Kramer. is that going to repeat on next Sunday night? Will they get their doors blown off? Well, it's possible. I just want to see what Cooper Rush can do. Well, you I get, want to see if the formula works. You, so you ask him, you know, you're asking for trouble. You know, G. Cooper Rush goes to Philly and beats Philly. Okay, you, I, it's a great problem <laughs> to have. Why wouldn't I want That's what Jerry was saying when he said I'd walk all the way to New York for this problem because it's a great problem to have. You can figure this out. Is Dak the answer for the long term? I still think he is, but every time I watch Cooper Rush operate the offense, I say, God, this works yeah. because the defense is obviously, to your point, getting swaggier and swaggier. Yeah. This defense walks on the field and says, we got this even against Matt Stafford. I know his offensive line isn't even remotely what it was. And they, the, the shock to me is that they had only 38 yards rushing after Washington ran wild on Dallas. But they showed me. They bowed up. It was a manhood game for them to stop the run, and they shut it completely right. down. Well, they know if they can stop the run now, we can just – Pin our ears back and go get okay. Matthew Stafford. And, and, they, and they haven't and they been able to him. run the ball all year, Skip. Okay, so the beautiful formula is that if, if you win the takeaways three to nothing, especially if you can get two quick ones, and all of a sudden it's nine to nothing because your snapper misses yeah. the, the call. Of the, he's, he's yeah, he snapped it early, yeah. Okay, it should have been ten to nothing, but whatever. But it, the, the point was if, if you win the, the turnovers three to nothing. And you get a and, score on their possession. Yeah, and you've you got a scoop and score. And and you can still you can let Cooper Cup get loose one time, and that that's the only thing. Like like it should have been like a held him to three points because help me out if we could see it's nine to nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And could we see the Cooper uh, Cup play? It's it's third and two from the the twenty five yard. Yeah. They're backed up to their twenty five. We could see this play. This is the, the the pride of this is just saying, oh, we're gonna let Diggs have Cooper uh, Cup on the play of the game to that moment. By the way, Cooper Cup can flat fly. Yeah, he can run. he, he ran him. away from Trevon Diggs. He just ran away from him. Look look at this. Who's, who's winning this? I mean, I think Cooper Rush is winning yeah, he, this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the point is he's faster than you think he is. It, yeah. And, and here's my other point. It was the only pride goeth before the fall play of the whole game where they just said, you know what, our corner's better than your receiver. No, he's not. No, no, no. He, not in that situation. Listen, Listen, Cooper Cup is going to run what he'll set. I don't even know if they keep records for this, but he's going to set the targets record oh, because when in doubt, Matt Stafford just throws it to Cooper Cup. Well, I think the thing was in that situation, um, Diggs was trying to get a play. Skip, they run a shallow cross. That route that he ran okay, was Okay, but he had him single. They, yeah, they didn't even bracket him. But, but what he tried to do is what we call jetting the route, which he tries to undercut it. Okay. And see, if you remember last year, they ran the same kind of route in New England. Mm-hmm. He picked that and went to the house yeah, because he, he, he jetted well, the pass is way out in front, and Cooper right, has to right. one hand. And that's what happens. Now, you jet that route, and you miss it, or you undercut, and you miss. 
he gonna hit his head on the goalpost like he did. Okay. And Skip, but remember now, he, they hit Atwell on a deep one, and the and the Cowboys bowed their back yep. and knocked them and made them settle for a field goal. So give the Cowboys defense credit because when that long run, you're like, okay, here come the Rams. That's the big play. The Dallas is gonna be wheeling, reeling. Nah, no, we're not. We're right. just going to sack Matthew Stafford to make you set up for a long field goal. Okay, so all of a sudden it's 10-9. to 9. Oh, they might have missed that field goal. Uh, um, yeah, right. It's 10-9 to 9 Rams, right? Yeah, yeah. after all oh, that. That, that, yeah, yeah. that made it 10-9. to 9. Okay, then the answer man answers. Yeah. Cooper Rush comes right out at second and eight after they tried Zeke for two yards. I guess it's Pollard for two yards. Second and eight from the 27. Could we see the first answer throw that he made in the game? This one's to CD, finally. This is uh, a 16-yarder to CD Lamb. This is when your backs are against the wall and he throws it off his back foot because they didn't protect him all that well yesterday. He had people in his well, face. I, well, wait, can you, can you, uh, you, you, your rookie, why would you let Aaron Donald go one on one with your rookie? Skill? Well, that's a whole other issue. <laughs> they, they, hap, they let it happen twice before they fixed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On the very next play after that, Tony Pollard gets loose. Yes. And he broke about four tackles. He right. sort of skipped out of them. Mm -hmm. And he's capable of doing that. Yes. You have to let him try. But I'm going to remind everybody who says, well, he should play more than Zeke. If you look at what he did against Tampa and against Washington and add up those, those yards and carries, right. he had 14 carries for 14 yards combined against Tampa and Washington no. because he'll have games where he doesn't get out of the block. But you got to put it, Skip, you got to put him in space. You got to let him get ahead of steam because he, he can break tackles once he get ahead of steam. But he's not like Zeke. He's nope. not going to run through contact through the, um, in the backfield. Sometimes now, I they think did he's great... underrated on that, but he can't do no. it like Zeke. No, no, no. And he did a great job. McGovern did a great job on Aaron Donald, cutting him off. Aaron Donald was only able to get a – and then once he hits that – once he hits the second-level skill, yep. now it's a foot race. He breaks a tackle, makes a guy miss, and yep. good luck catching him. Okay. And then as they pull away 19-10 to 10 with a field goal on that drive, could I show you Cooper Rush to Michael Gallup? This is a third and 16 play at their yeah, 31. Yeah, third and 16 at their 31. This is where I say, wait a second – Maybe this guy's better than you think he is. This is Cooper Rush to Michael Gallup for 27 yards. This is third and 16, and he throws it right up the boundary. Right, so and, and okay, this is sweet. This is timing. This is rapport. Yeah. And it's Michael Gallup, who's pretty good. You, you don't think he's great, but, no. but I'm but he, happy but, he's but, back. But more, he makes more routine plays like that. Yeah. That's especially back shoulder. He can make the tough catches. Like I said, I, I, it's not like, oh, he's a must-have. Yeah. But uh, that throw right there, that was a big-time throw. That was a big-time catch because the DB was in great position. And third and 16, I mean, hey. And then he's got a third and four after this. I won't show it to you, but he has a third and four and hits CD for nine, which sets up the 19 to 10 field goal. And now I'm breathing easier because it doesn't look like Matt Stafford can score another point, no. which he couldn't score, no. right? Skip, I, 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 I felt that once the game got to 19, I didn't really feel, I didn't, I didn't feel that the Rams could really threaten anymore because at that point in time, now the defense is starting to feel themselves. They're like, oh. Y'all can't do anything with us. Y'all can't run the football. We're not even thinking about the run. We're not even thinking about Henderson. We're not thinking about Akers. All we see is nine, and we're coming to get him. Okay. And they came to get him, and they came and, and got And by him. the way, the back seven is pretty good, and it's getting better because yeah. they are three deep at safety. Malik Hooker got the, yep. the interception, obviously. And Diggs is playing at a high, high level. Yeah. I know he tried to jet that, and, and he gambled and he, <laughs> he lost. Did. That's going to happen. And that's all they got the whole game. They got a 75-yard breakaway. Right. And, right? The, and the long one, the, the Atwell, where yep. uh, Diggs just opens up on him yep. and just lets him run by him. I don't know if that's the right I'm call not, for somebody sure that, that kind was. of speed. Okay, now allow me to show you 
two throws that Cooper Rush made that don't count in the stats because they were both dropped. And the first one, they're both third down plays. It's third and two at the Dallas 45. This is 11-12 left in the second quarter, and he throws it to Gallup. And he gets hit as he's throwing, but he, he hits him right in the hands. And I don't know what Gallup was thinking. I, I don't know. The ball came out a little wobbly because he was falling away as he threw it. But, but you got to catch it, I man. think he thought he was closer to the sideline because watch what he does, Skip. It's like he's trying to toe-tap. Yeah. You yeah. see? You, like he was toe-tapping too soon. Right, okay. right. You got right. more room to you that he thought okay. he had. And this one's even worse, and this will be your favorite play of the whole game because this is third and five at the Dallas 46, 12-46 left in the fourth quarter. This is to CD. This is third and five. This was a big play in the game. He gets hit, and he hits him right in the hands. And this is just a cough gag yeah. drop. It's too many of these, Skip, for, okay. for CD to be the guy that you want him to be. He has too many of these. Okay. This was, that's a game-ending kind of play where, where you're going to just go with it. Yeah. You're going to go down and get more points. Right. And it's just going to be over. And all of a sudden, we're still teetering a little bit. It's still a little bit of a game. But in the end, if we could see the last Micah sack fumble, it's just Micah came in. With his groin was bothering him. I guess he was over on the bike wincing mm-hmm. with it. And, and I don't know how much it hurt him, but, but this is just – that's just beastly to me. Yeah. Well, Henderson, that, that's, that's on Henderson. I mean, they need to do a better job of, okay, okay, are you helping me inside or are you helping me outside? Because Henderson kind of like – and see, now it's – Michael does a great job of getting on the edge. He did. Dipping up under him? He did. It was a Von Miller special. He got some dip going, and he got some some yep. leverage underneath him. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, it's over. And I just hope that Micah's groin is going to hold up for next Sunday night. But I'm assuming if he got if he came back in, you should be okay. Well, the thing is, Skip, he's not going to practice. He'll get an opportunity to rest it all I agree. week. I agree. I agree. And then, the, hey, if you're going to hurt this groin, you damn sure not going to hurt it in practice. You're going to hurt it in the game against the Eagle. So rest up, ice up, get as much treatment as you possibly can. And get ready to go. I'm a little more concerned about Demarcus Lawrence because he banged his head and they took him out. And I, they didn't say he's in concussion protocol, but I'm pretty sure it was a concussive issue. Okay. And I, I he didn't, I didn't go back that. in. I didn't see that. He didn't go back in. So I don't know what's going on with him. But in the end, Cooper Rush did exactly what he needed. I know the stats look pathetic, Pedestrian. but, but they, they don't matter because <laughs> all that matters is you're four and zero. Yep. You're five and zero oh as a starting quarterback, and I believe that yesterday, because of the groin injury and because it was a national TV game right here on Fox, I believe Micah edged out to the lead in Defensive Player of the Year off the end of that game well, because I, that was impressive. Well, I think the thing is because Bosa, Nick Bosa, was leading the league in sacks and he, he tweaked his groin and he, he did, missed and the he rest of the go. Right. I think he was gone pretty early. In but that you know, game. Skip, guys that, that we're not getting a whole lot of talking about for Defensive Player of the Year is Von Miller. Because he's resurrected that Buffalo Bills defense. And it. every time well, he It seems like he resurrects everywhere he goes. <laughs> he does. He does. He yeah. does. And the Rams are missing him. Yes. And I thought it was brilliant that they, they finally split Aaron Donald out. And I told you going into the game, he had played 262 snaps against the Cowboys in five games and had one sack. And all of a sudden, they put him out on Tyler Smith, and he's going, boom, boom. And I thought, uh-oh, he's going to wreck the game. But I'm asking – I was asking, why are you letting him go one-on-one with Tyler Smith? You better put a were, tight end over there and I slide thought, the protection. I think they were shocked that they split him out, which they do on occasion, yeah, but not do. that yeah. often. Not yeah. that often. But anytime yeah. I see Aaron Donald's not going one-on-one against anybody. No. 
No, not off the edge. You <laughs> no, know what? They, they should use him more like that. Seriously. They will. I mean, Ooh. but you have to understand, uh, normally those tackles, left tackles, are, are, they're your best offensive linemen in the pass, Roy. So I kind of want Aaron Donald going against guards, or I put him against a weak tackle. But Aaron Donald said, oh, that's a rookie. Ain't no way he know all Ain't the sense. Ain't no way. <laughs> yeah. Cowboys like, okay, we better get a tight end over there. Ooh. But he was going to wreck the game if y'all didn't. Cooper Rush should start at Philly. He's going to well, start one more time. One more time. Oh, no, he's going to start more than once. drama in Dallas kicks you up this trouble, week Skip, you know that. I love Dak trouble. is <laughs> supposed to start throwing this week at practice. <laughs> okay. be very interesting to see yes. what he looks like. All right, still to come this morning, what's Skip and Shannon's take on that roughing the call passer oh, that halted the Falcons comeback against Tom Brady Ooh. and the Bucks? Social media has gone crazy over yep. this. Plus, Will the Eagles remain undefeated against Skip Cowboys on Sunday? Yes, they will. That's all still to come here on Undisputed. News to me. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Tampa Bay Bucks held off a late fourth quarter run from the Atlanta Falcons to beat them 21-15 yesterday. A crucial roughing the passer call came against the Falcons two-time pro bowler Grady Jarrett on Tom Brady after he took the QB down in a 10-yard loss from third and five with just over four and a half minutes left on the clock. The Falcons adamantly disagreed with the call on the field. And, man, a lot of fans are with them on that. Shannon, what do you think? Was roughing the passer the right or the wrong call here? It was absolutely the wrong call. Um, and it cost – Skip, I'm not saying it cost the Falcons the game, but it cost them an opportunity to possibly 
win the game because they would have gotten the ball back and it remains to be seen what Mario and the offense could have done. And then uh, could Tom Brady have answered? But Skip, here's something, Article 11, about roughing the pass. He says, because uh, the act of passing often puts the quarterback or any player attempting to pass the ball in position of particularly vulnerable injury, special rules apply against roughing the passer. The referee is the pr- is pr- principal responsibility in enforcing these rules. So basically, Skip, and it also says it is the referee's judgment are warranted by these circumstances. This says because the quarterback is particularly vulnerable in a passing situation. Well, Tom Brady at that point in time was not in a vulnerable position. He had started to run because he had saw Grady Jarrett. So let me get this straight, Skip. I I understand I cannot hit the quarterback in the head, neck, or shoulder area. I understand I cannot land my body weight on the quarterback if if I tackle him. I also understand I cannot hit the quarterback below the waist. Or, or in the knee area. I get all of that. How else am I going to get the quarterback down, Skip, if I don't throw him on the ground? Skip, if you think, of, look what he does. Grady Jarrett wraps him up, and because to, in the process of wrapping him up, Brady lands on top of him first. Skip, if he lets him go, Brady can pop up, run, which we know is not very likely, but he can pop up and throw a pass. So Grady, like, wraps him up, flings him down, and then you can see Brady's, like, kicking at the guy to get, to like, get off him. And then Brady's saying, like, what do you call it? Did you see him, like, on top of me? And Jerome Broga says, no, I got it for roughing the passer. Brady's like, yeah, 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 that's what it was. Skip, that was in that situation, I get it. The job of the, the referee in that situation is to protect the quarterback. But, Skip, that was a Bush League call. That was a bull jive call. That's two weeks in a row, Skip. But they got, they got one last week in Baltimore. The same crew, the same crew. Got Baltimore last week when they said they did the same thing to uh, Josh Allen. And it was nothing close to a, a, a rough in the passer. Now, there's two weeks in a row, Jerome Boger. There's a good chance you're probably not going to get to play in the playoff game. If you do, you're going to get the one, the wild card game. He grabs him around his waist. He's flinging him, he's slinging him down because Brady lands on top of him. And we've seen quarterbacks do this, Skip. Land on top of the guy, running back, land on top of the guy, pops up, takes off running. Quarterback pops up, throws a pass. But Jerome Boger, I believe, was wrong in this situation. Now, the clubs want this because they say, look, we want the guy that's making the most money, which is the quarterback, the guy that's normally the face of the franchise, we want them protected. Well, if you're going to protect them to this, if you can't throw the quarterback on the ground, now, Skip, man, these quarterbacks going to play 25, 30 years mm. because you can't land them, you can't hit him in the neck, you can't hit him in the knee, and now you can't throw him on the ground. How else am I supposed to tackle him? How else can I get him on the ground, Skip? Just lay him on the ground. <laughs> lay him down gently. Do, Put him to sleep. So do I need to get some some pillows? So I do to get some pillows? Do I mean what, what what else do I need? A mattress mm-hmm. out there? But I believe this was the wrong call. And I believe in this situation, only one quarterback would get that call, and that's the guy that got mm. it. I do not believe that. Shannon, you know and I know everything changed after Tua. It's it's like AT instead of AD. It's after Tua. The world fixated on Tua. The world fixated on the Buffalo game when he stumbled up and and teetered. And then the world was watching on Thursday night at Cincinnati when you know and I know what happened. It was the backup nose tackle for the Bengals. Got a hold of Tua, if we could see that play. And to use their term, slung him to the ground. I thought the backup tackle was trying to actually lay him down a little more gently. I thought he tr- sort of pulled his right. punch at the end and didn't really sling him. But Tua's head whiplashed and hit the turf, and that was the end of Tua for that night, right? right? And maybe yeah. for, I don't know, it could be for the whole year right. for all I know. Correct. Okay, so everything changed. And as Todd Bowles, obviously the Buccaneers coach, said after the game, 
Right now, that's the way they're calling it. And I think a lot of people would have gotten that call. Let me ask you a question. They had never called that play before prior to Tom Brady. So to say that's the way they're calling it is just not true. Because prior to that play yesterday, they had not called that. Well, I don't know. I don't fixate on every single play of every game. Because the, the 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 way that they said it, the way that it's supposed to go, Skip, head, neck area, we understand that. Head to the head, neck, shoulder area, we get that. We get landing your body weight on the quarterback. We get that. We get hitting in the knee. At no point in time had we ever seen a quarterback get – Skip, Aaron Donald got 55 sacks where he slings the quarterback down because he said, you're not going to take a sack away from me by calling me unnecessary roughness if I land on him, and you're not going to find me. So that's the way Aaron Donald normally sacks the quarterback. He normally flings him down. Okay, but Article 11 that you read has been rendered obsolete because of Tua. It all started and ended with Tua. And that play is a whiplash play. It's it's a sling down play where Brady was lucky. His head actually bounced on his shoulder pad instead of on the ground. The difference is, is that Brady knows how to protect himself. Maybe. See, Brady puts his left arm out so his head doesn't hit. Tua has the ball cradle, and the first thing to hit is the back of his head. But that's his throwing shoulder. I'm not so sure, Brady, if that's his right shoulder, Maybe. Brady does that. Brady understands. And that's the Skip, it's all about falling. It's all about knowing how to fall in, in certain situations. But, Skip, if defenders cannot get the quarterback on the ground – I just don't know how else are you supposed – that's the whole point. <laughs> Throw his you-know-what on the ground, okay? Grady Jarrett threw his you-know-what on the ground. But if you notice, Skip, he lands on top of him. And so Grady is ro- rolling over. Brady is on him. So, what, what's, so what's Grady supposed to do? Well, he's sitting on top of me. Let me just let me go. Okay, the official. And then the officials are not going to blow it dead. They're like, well, you let him go. He wasn't down. I didn't blow the whistle. <laughs> okay. This was a bad call. All right. But Jerome boger has been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And he was fully, even though he got asked after the game, was this about Tua? And he said, no, not necessarily. I think it was all about right. Tua because he knows full well what the stakes are now with the concussions, with CTE, starting with Tua. That changed everything. And that play, if, if you watch the Tua play and that play, they're very similar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that all Jerome Boger's doing is reacting to public pressure because – Everybody was was out of their minds about the Tua sling down play, and but uh, but Skip, I don't think anybody thought that was roughing. I don't think anybody thought that was unnecessary. Nobody thought that was a dirty play. Nobody said, "Man, that was a dirty play." Or he landed on him. Oh, he hit him in his neck. Oh, he hit him in his knee. I didn't hear. Now maybe I, I obviously I'm not on all social media. I didn't hear every uh, 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 show talk about it. But I, I from what I heard and what I read. No one thought that was a dirty play. But that was the play that could have ended his season. Heck, it could threaten his career. Skip, for every you on. play football, every play could end your season. Yes, That's why could. football is so inherently dangerous. We know that. We take assumption of the risk. You take your butt out there. You can tear a ligament. You can break an arm. You can break a leg. You can break damn near every bone in your body playing football. We understand that. Okay, so they found two plays that can knock quarterbacks out for the season, and that is body weight falling on top yeah. of shoulders, yeah. the shoulder, right? The, the goose are rich together. Okay, play. it is. It's, it, it, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And now the sling down play where the head can whiplash on right. the turf can it, it can knock so you out. So can I ask you a question? Is that going to be for all players or just the quarterback? Just the quarterback. Because you saw what happened to Chris Olave. He had the exact same, the exact same They're play. They're not going to call it. Skip, now I can see, you know, you're also, Skip, you can't lift the guy up like Turkey Jones did Terry mm-hmm. Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. You can't lift the guy up and suplex him or you lift the guy mm-hmm. off his feet. 
That's not what Grady did. Grady wraps him up around his waist, and as he's spinning, he, Skip, if you can't tackle the quarterback like that, Skip, guys are going to end up throwing for 6,000 yards. Guys are going to throw for 60, 70 touchdowns because I don't really know what to, I don't know where to tell the defender. Okay. So, what, what do I t- so what do I t- – Skip, moving forward, you the D coordinator. You the head coach. What do you tell Grady? Just to pull him down. Get him on How? the ground. Just pull him down. Don't sling. Don't sling. Skip. You Just do, pull. Skip. Just pull. Skip. You can't skip. You do realize that he's running around. They run a stunt. If you notice, Grady starts here and comes all the way around. Skip his momentum. Mo, you skip. They, they, the NFL asked players to defy physics, to just stop. Okay, you got to just stop. How? I'm running full speed, and you expect me to just stop and drop on him. Yeah, well, it's like guys blocking punts. As somebody, you can't run into a rough no, no, punter. No, no, you skip. have to pull up. No, it's a skip. But to see the, the point, go two feet from where the guy, uh, a foot, uh, two feet in front of where the guy, because he has to step. You never run to where he is. You run to where he's going to punt the ball. Okay, boom. And you go at an angle. You don't go dead on. You go to the side. Either way, left or right. I don't know what they expect Grady Jarrett to do. Skip, this is physics. The guy is running. Skip, let me tell you, if you wrap up, you're running, and you wrap somebody around the waist, I want you to stop all your momentum and just fall. That's what I want you to do. I want want somebody somebody in the commission. I want somebody on the competition committee. I want one of these owners. Walk briskly. Grab someone around the waist and stop instantaneous. Mm -hmm. So imagine Grady Jarrett running like seven, eight, nine miles an hour. To just I'm not stop. sure you can run much faster than that. But <laughs> I'll, I'll, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, I think I think uh, Grady faster than what you think, Skip. Maybe, I don't know. He's a huge human being. Yeah. But, but Skip, look, look at okay. this. Look at this. Okay, you say stop. Look at his momentum. He's off his. How did okay, he just but you stop? can't sling. You can't sling. Just pull him down. You go straight down and pull him down on top of you. Skip. Pull him straight down okay, on me, top of you. Let me tell you what's gonna happen. They're gonna end up breaking somebody's ankle because that's almost like a horse collar. Okay. When you drop that seat, now see what now you you creating a problem that you don't really want. Because let me tell you what's going to happen. Guys are going to drop their weight down, just like the guys used to tackle the guys from the back. Roy Williams was dropping his weight down, broke T.O., uh, 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 tore somebody, both ACLs, and then they changed that rule. You're creating something that you don't really want because all Grady Jarrett did was make a football play. There was nothing illegal about that. There was nothing to punish this man for. Okay. All the NFL really cares about is, number one, the marketability of its game hinges upon the health of the quarterback. Yes. The Saints now. I, I just can't even watch them because they don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to watch Taysom Hill and Andy the, Dalton. And Andy Dal- I just don't. I, I, I can't. I, I flipped over to the game a couple of times, and I'm like, and it, it ended up. It was up, very it was, interesting. It was, it was, it was a, a great, great game. It had a great finish, too. Yeah. But Geno Smith versus Andy Dalton. Or Taysom Hill, I, I just well, skip, don't. That's all they got to begin with. Okay. It's not like they started out with great quarterbacks and they lost them along the way. This is what they went to the game okay. with. Okay, but, but that's number one. And number two is they have to protect against CTE concussion-based lawsuits right. going forward. And you know and I know, you, you've got what, what was the whole weekend? What was the biggest news? The NFLPA and the NFL have agreed to revise the concussion, c- concussion well, you protocol. Well, can, you can revise it all you want to, but when, when you get guys like Tua lying, talking about it was his back because yeah. he had a back issue going in, mm-hmm. and all they do is look at his back and they never check his head. Yeah. So that's on him. you got to ask these players. Plus, now that's on him, but you got to be smart enough. Okay. Like you said, you looking up there. Man, you saw the man's head hit the turf, mm. and he's going to talk about his back. You know what? I understand your back, but we're going to examine your head also. Mm. Okay, I got it. One last point. Again, I'm a Brady fan. You're a Brady hater. 
But in the end, that's where this stems from. That's the, the genesis of all nah, this. No, this is no Brady okay. hate here. Right. That was just a great play by Grady Jarrett. The very play before this play, Brady goes deep to little Scotty Miller, who can fly. That's all he can do is run go routes. He can run 4-3, and he, he wings it to the end zone. I thought it was blatant pass interference, and I wonder if Jerome Boger gave him a little bit of a makeup call here. This is well, Jerome, he, Jerome Boger can't make the call from no, that. I, I know, but he's, he's watching it. Yeah. He sees what's happening. That's just you got run over. You got run out of bounds. The, the defender gets there before the ball gets there, and Scotty Miller's got no chance to catch the football. And I couldn't believe they didn't throw a flag because that's a game-ending play. There's there's about three minutes left, but you're going to get a field goal out of it. And it's, it's 21 to 14, right? right. Okay. Yeah, so, 21 to 15. 21 to 15. Okay. But you're going to get a field goal, and it's right. going to be out of reach. Right. So the point is, I wonder if Jerome Boger saw that and thought, eh, we, we probably missed that one. That from his, he is the head referee. Well, well, He's Skip, the guy. You, you don't get makeup calls. I mean, two bad calls. Okay, maybe they, maybe that was a wrong call, and this was absolutely a wrong call. And I believe J- J- uh, Jerome Boger. I believe he got this call wrong. I understand unnecessary, but I, at this situation, I don't know how else Grady Jarrett was going to get Tom Brady on the ground. Yep. You're asking him, this man to defy physics. Just says, okay, you're running at this rate of speed. You got the guy around the waist. You're yep. about to fall off. Just drop down. Just drop and stop. Just bring Tom Brady down. <sighs> that was the wrong call, and it, it cost the Falcons an opportunity. I'm not saying they would have won the game. I mean, you're asking a Mariota awful lot to go down there and get a touchdown against the defense. And then but you're I'm, asking them to stop Tom Brady when it really matters. Uh, if, if there's time and on the clock. he had thrown right. for 351 yards, and I think he would add 400 if asked to throw for 400. And one touchdown and only 21 points. All those yards huh. in one point. Wow. And, and 21 points. Yep. Whoo. Where's Julio Jones? Ooh. You called it, right? No, 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 no. Why Julio? you blaming me? I don't know. Where's Julio? You, you said he wouldn't be available and you were correct. You, you blame you blame, uh, you blame yeah. me. There's the deep threat. I mean, y'all again, Brady y'all couldn't run the ball. Y'all call, gave up guys. a bunch of yards rushing. We did. Brady was asked about this call after the game, and he was noncommittal. He said, hey, I don't throw no, flags. No, you just beg for flags. You just whine. He does. So they all do. <laughs> they don't all. I don't, we're not talking about them. Like you tell me, we're not talking about them. We're talking about Tom. He's classic. And we got to yeah. move on to the Eagles. That's what we got to talk about next, guys. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, the only undefeated team in the league. This after beating the Arizona Cardinals 20-17 to yesterday. Hertz had 239 yards, and he ran for a pair of touchdowns in this win. Now the Eagles set to take on Skip's Cowboys, who haven't lost a game since week one. This is a huge NFC East showdown this upcoming Sunday night. Philly, a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, are the Eagles clearly better than the Cowboys? I'm not going to say clearly, but I do believe they're better. I think the Cowboys' defense is better. I think the Eagles' offense is better. I think they have a better quarterback. I think they have a better running game, and I like their offensive line better. You I, have not loved Jalen Hurts. But I think he's better than you know, I think okay. he's better than Cooper Rush. All right. I, the receivers are better. When you go A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and you go Goddard, they got a lot of guys, and I like their – like I said, I believe the offense of the Eagles – are better. I believe the Cowboys' defense is better. Now, I haven't seen a whole lot of special teams need, really need to come into a play, so that might rear its head on Sunday night. We'll see. And so with that being said, I think the, the, the Eagles' defense can make Cooper Rush a participant, and I think you have to. 
at some point in time, someone's going to have to make him play the entirety of these games. They can't just allow him to show up. Skip, you know, sometimes, uh, what time you need me to, uh, you know, it's about a two-hour event. You can show up for the last 30 minutes, and you, you'll get credit for that. No, I need you from the time that, you know, we say grace or we star spangled banner, whatever needs to be played or said, I need you there for all of that. And then I need you there for the benediction also. Mm -hmm. So for that, if they can make Cooper Rush play the entirety of the game and not bits and pieces of the game, if you let the man get away with 10 completions for 100 yards, well, that's what they'll do. But I I need you to make him play. Mm -hmm. I need Jalen Hurts to force him in this offense to force Cooper Rush to have to play for the entirety of the game. And if they can do that, I like the Eagles' chances. I'm taking the Eagles regardless. Are you really? Yeah, I sure am. Whoa. I want three cases right well, this, now. This I want three cases. Time. I want no build-up, and I'm going a case a day. Do I get the five-and-a-half no, points? No, you get five-and-a-half-point dogs, just as the Cowboys were at the Rams, five-and-a-half-point dogs. Who picked the Cowboys? What did I tell uh, you was going to happen? Okay. Okay, but anyway, now, I want the Eagles. Mm. Five and a half? No. Why not? Because you're afraid. Hold on, tell me. Are you, you scared you of got Cooper my, Rush? You got a lever from heaven in the Marauders. I, I got do. the Okay, then. Okay, then. How are you get no points? I, I'm stuck with Cooper Rush. He's an undra- oh, no, no. undrafted fraud, oh, says Shannon. You Trump. just told me. Undrafted you just told fraud. Me it would be a shame that if he didn't start on, on Sunday night, he does, he's earned that right. I'm a diehard, lifelong Cowboy fan. I can't see clearly. Hold I'm, on. I'm, I'm looking is through that, metallic so, blue so is, glasses. Is, is Dak not the quarterback? Is Dak not a quarterback? Is Dak not doesn't play for the Cowboys anymore? Oh, you he forgot does. about Dak, huh? No, I haven't forgotten about you, it. When was the last time you wore that four jersey? Hmm. I know. When was the last time you wore the four jersey? Yeah, I looked at it last night. It's at the bottom of my stack. It's the last jersey underneath. So another, I haven't reached for it for a long time. I told you before, last 12 starts, he's 6-6. Six and six. If you want to go back to his last 36 starts, he's 18-18. and 18. I haven't reached for it. I haven't thrown it in the trash recently because there's been no reason to really throw it. I'm just sort of nonplussed. I'm, I'm just numb from watching Dak Prescott. He has worn me out. I still like him, but I no longer love him. So the point is, I, how can you not love what Cooper Rush keeps doing? Because for his first four starts, he was the first player in NFL history, first quarterback, to have first four starts with 90-plus passer ratings. Then yesterday, they're like, we, we just don't need you. And he's like, good. I don't mind it because I don't have 12 national TV commercials to live up to. I don't have $100 million guaranteed to live up to. I don't have any ego at all. I just go along for the ride. I'll do whatever you ask me to. If you need me to make clutch throws at key times, I will do that. And again, the only if, if you want him to, to be there for the open and the close, yeah, I do. Th- then you're telling me it's going to be 35 to 35. No, 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 no. I'm well, not well, saying it's going to be 35. How, no, no, no. That's the only way that's going to shape up. No, but, but, I, but, Skip, I need him. I need him. Like I said, I need the Eagles to somehow get to 24 because we've only seen him get to 23. He's winning these games 2016. He's winning, you know, 22 to 10. Someone's going to have to put him in a situation that he's going to have to score 27. He's going to have to score 30. I'm not saying it needs to be a 35-31 ball game, but you need to get more than 20 points. Okay, you think the Eagles are going to score more than 30? No. They will not. I believe the Eagles will get more than 20. Okay, so you think he's going to have to score 25 to win the game? Yes, yes. I believe he can. I believe he can score 25. I I don't believe it. I definitely do. If you'll give me five and a half, I'll take it right No, absolutely not. I'll give you what they score. What did I tell you the whole offseason? I first, first, first guessed this. Day after day on the show, I told you 
all of a sudden, on paper, the Eagles are better than the Cowboys. And you laughed at me. Yeah. You scoffed because you don't believe in Jalen Hurts. No, I, but, but Skip, you nor I thought that would go down injured. And I said the reason why I'm taking the Cowboys is that even though I think Dak is mm-hmm. average, I still believe Dak is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. I did not see this scenario where Jalen Hurts would be facing Cooper, Cooper Rush. So with that being said, and when you look at it, the Eagles average 160 yards rushing, so I think you and I both agree their running game is better than the Cowboys. Their offensive line is really good. They got their really, really healthy. Good. Now, the left tackle didn't play yesterday. We'll see if he's able to come back uh, uh, this week. But uh, uh, Kelsey at the center spot, Lane Johnson is playing unbelievable. I believe offensively they're better than the Cowboys. But I don't think there's any question in anybody's mind the Cowboys' defense is better than the Eagles. Okay, so what this boils down to is what I've been – raving about Jalen Hurts for months on end on this show. The the day he was drafted, I immediately tweeted Mm -hmm. that he will be better immediately and forever than Carson Wentz. And I was correct about that. And you could say, well, that's not saying much, but but he was and he is on intangibles. He is the leader of that team. He is the leader in the weight room and in the locker room and out to dinner at night and on the sideline and in the huddle and making plays. He is a playmaker. He's a gamer, baller, winner. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a confession to make. What happened? I, I, I despise, listen, since I was a little kid, I have despised the Eagles. I don't despise Washington. I don't despise the Giants, but I despise the Eagles. <laughs> I have hate for the Eagles because I even hate their uniforms. I hate the color of their uniforms. It's like erpy green to me and and yet Jalen Hurts is is making me not hate the Eagles because I can't hate him right he's too good he's too high quality he's got too too strong of a football backbone he's everything that I admire in a football player and a man he Mm -hmm. he is all of the above and so it's hard to like Carson Wentz I could hate Carson Wentz because I didn't trust him I didn't believe in him he was Wentz to me like W-I-N-C-E because I winced every time he dropped back because I knew he was going to throw it to the wrong team. Except when he beat the brakes off y'all. Okay, he did once, but when, Couple when, times. when we had to get even, we got way even with Carson Wentz. He he could not be trusted under Remember when fire. he did the Dax in that game in the Eagles? I, I, was, I remember okay. here and there, and look at him now. He's, yeah, way. he's, he's going to be out of the league before you know it. Seriously. 6'5", 240. That's all. He can win the combine, <laughs> but he can't win games. But the point is... Jalen Hurts is scary to me because he's hard to beat. And he is the second leading rusher on this team because he can really run with the yeah. football. And he doesn't look like he's – he's no Lamar. He's like the flip side of Lamar. He doesn't look like he's moving very quickly. Right. But he's moving. Yeah. And he is so – he's pound for pound the strongest man on this team. If he gets near the first down or near the goal line, he he, he will pile drive you to the yeah. do, He does a great job of being smart or when to try to run through a, a contact and when to get down. Because yeah. he had one in the open field yesterday. He's like, yeah, let me go and get down. Yeah. Now he gets close to the goal line, oh, he's going he's gonna, he's gonna to barrel over you. Okay. Uh, and, and I think that's, that's what it's going to come down to, Skip. The question is, can your, can your defense continue to play as well as they can? Now, you said Washington ran the ball. This team can run the ball better than the commanders. They can. They're the best running team in football, and a lot of it has to do with the quarterback. You got to account for him. When he drops back to pass, you almost got to treat him like a Lamar or okay. a Kyler Murray skip because his legs are so dangerous, buying time to throw the ball I, I down agree. the field or and, getting first down. I must admit that scares the heaven out of me, as in 11 from heaven, because if Micah is able to go and he's out there, they will run at Micah. Yeah. They will say, oh, watch this. 
and, and it's, it's going to be big doses of, of Jalen and Miles, and, and they're going to come, and, and they run hard, and, and they run smart, mm-hmm. and their offensive line punishes, and, and I'm, I'm afraid of that. And yet I look at the big picture. How is Philly winning these games? Well, look at their, their turnover ratio. They're plus nine. They're running away with turnover yeah. ratio. Is that not the, the most telltale oh, stat yeah. of all? If, if you take it away and you don't give it away, you greatly increase your chance of winning. <clears throat> okay, and so look at time of possession, though, Skip. It's almost, it's almost 10 minutes. Okay, that's who they are. That's <laughs> what they do. So they are tied for first in takeaways, taking the ball away with 11. That's tied with the Ravens. And they're also tied for first in giveaways, low, with two for the whole season, tied with the Dallas Cowboys, thanks to Cooper Rush. A lot of times it's what Cooper Rush doesn't do because he's played four games now against two very good teams. So you could argue three, but he hadn't turned it over one time. There are no interceptions, no sack fumbles, right? Right. Right. Been close a couple times, but zero and zero. He's still clean. Can he stay clean at Philadelphia on Sunday night football? It will be the ultimate test. Right. It will be taking it up a level from the Rams, who are battered in their offensive line right now, so you had the advantage. Right. They they can't win the line of scrimmage, so they couldn't run it. 38 yards rushing, which I, I, was, I was afraid Cam Akers was going to break out and have 120 yards. I wasn't. Okay. But these guys could have 150, 170. Yeah. They could have 200 right. yards rushing because that's what they do. And they will be spoiling to attack that front and just try to run it literally down Dallas's throat. Well, that's what you have to do, Skip. Guys that can jump off the ball like the Cowboys front four can is that you have to run the ball. You have to give them something else to think about other than attacking my quarterback. And I think the Eagles will be able to do that. It's going to be a very interesting ball game. I don't think anybody thought potentially this could be the game that uh, for the division lead so early in the season. Uh, the Giants are better than we thought. We thought the Giants weren't going to be very good. But give Daniel Jones credit. Saquon Barkley, that defense, unbelievable over in London yesterday beating the Packers. Yep. Um, but this is the game. This is going to be a very, a very, a very watched game. It will be. And we're, we're going to fight. Are they pretending? Who's been pretending? Have the Eagles been pretending for five weeks? Have the Cowboys been pretending for the last four and a half weeks with uh, with Cooper Rush? Are they for real? Somebody's gonna be labeled for real come Sunday night about what? What the time of the game over? What you think midnight? Yeah, 11, 11, 11, mm-hmm. 11 o'clock. Let's say eleven mm-hmm. o'clock. Yeah, somebody's gonna get labeled for real. This okay. is the team that whoever skip. I believe whoever wins this game, I guess who is it? Whoever or whomever? Whoever. Okay, whoever wins this game, mm-hmm. I believe they will get labeled the team to beat in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm going to give my team one shot, one edge in this game. I, I like my team's mojo slightly better than Philly's right now. That's the one thing I'm not sure about. And that they got a break last before this game. I know Jen was there covering it. But remember, Donovan McNabb took a big shot at them on Philly yeah. radio saying yeah. they're they're still a year or two away. Yeah. And it sounded like grumpy old man talking. Yeah. He was talking yeah. about their three straight Back in the day with McNabb, three right. straight NFC championship games and went to one Super Bowl and right. lost to the Patriots, obviously. But his point was, Donovan's point was that the, the core of the players on this team are toward the end of their careers, the Fletcher Coxes and the Kelseys. And he, he said, we, back in the day, we were young. We'd already been to NFC championships and we were just one piece away from three NFC championships. This team here is just trying to find a way to get to a playoff win. Right. Okay. Well, the, the, the Eagles were outraged by those comments as they right. should have been. I think they have enough 
veteran leadership with Kelsey and Fletcher Cox infused with a Jalen Hurts, yep. a Miles Sanders, no, I like Devontae, okay. A.J. Brown, okay. Darius Slay. Okay. Oh, that's going to be a matchup. Okay. Oh, big play Slay for the lockup, you know who? I know. He <laughs> they better lock him up. Well, they'll just give him to him the whole game. Got him we'll locked see. up. We will see. We want to be, we'll see. You okay. already going to see it. This is Jalen Hurts' intangibles, his leadership against Cooper Rush magic. Cooper Rush, it, it doesn't look like it on the field, but he's got magic to him. Trust me, when it's time to make a play, a throw for a play, he can't run for a play, when it's time to make a throw, Cooper Rush makes clutch throws. That's all I know. I can see it. I've seen it for five games, not one or two. I've seen five games of clutch throws. When the, when the, uh, uh, the clock struck midnight, what yep. happened with Cinderella? Well, okay. Well, you've been saying that she now. She went back to being what she was. Okay, but you've been saying that for three games and then, now. No, no, He's no, 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 turn no, back no, into no, an no, October no, pumpkin. No, 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 you know it's coming. Yep. It's coming. Woo-hoo. Good. I mean, he's been dressed the last four weeks. I'll take the five and a half right now. Hey, guess what? He dressed up for Halloween early. Uh, He dressed up as a quarterback, played well. He did. But guess what? Yeah. We're finna unmask him. 5.5. Unmask him. I'll take it right now. No. Well, then you don't have any guts. Then you fear Cooper Magic. No. I'm not giving you no points. You got Mike and the Marauders, remember? I do. Okay, then. And and I trust them. Okay. And they can hold 20 odd points. Straight up. Okay. I'll take the five and a half. No, you will not. For 10 cases. No. We got three cases right uh, now. Eagles, really? Cowboys, straight uh. up. And you will not come out here next week. I guarantee you, you will not. I'll put another two cases. You will not come out here and look into that camera and talk about how about. Okay, well, just give me five and a half. No. Because if, if I cover, I'll come out here and do how about. Uh, no, 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 no. We, we're not going to cover them. Uh-huh. No, we do no uh, Somebody is you afraid the of the, Cooper the Rush. Time, the only time. I want our audience to know he's afraid of Cooper Rush undrafted out of Central Michigan. What club? Fraud. What club you going to? Huh. You a nice guy? You going yeah. to Delilah? Be talking about cover. They got they they charge a cover, but that's the only cover you go get. Yeah. Okay. Well then. No. If, if that's true, then give me the five and a half. No. Yeah. Big and bigger. No. Hmm. Okay. You scared? You're betting on Jalen Hurts. Up. You've said nothing but negative about Jalen Hurts. Now you're betting on him. No. I'm betting against Cooper Rush. Okay. I was I was expecting this matchup to be about Dak. And, and Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And even that was the case, mm. I was taking Jalen Hurts at home. Were you? Sure am. Hmm. If you're scared, say you're scared. I'll, I'll just take say the I'm five scared. and a half. No. You, you'll crumble. You'll melt because yeah. you, you're bullish on the Eagles. No, I am bullish. Yeah. No, but, yeah. I, but I got you. I got, I'm up 17 cases this year. I'm going to get my stash back okay. down. I'm going to will it down to about yeah. well, you know, you're about, only down 70 team. going into the that, that's, so okay. that's okay. I'm down, I'm down. Congratulations. Uh, oh, you see the Lakers? You mm. saw them last night? Mm. I'm going to get all them cases back from you. I thought LeBron said I'm going to play more this season. No, see, there you go. No, 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 no. He didn't even play. They sure did. And AD looked good, didn't he? How AD look? Kids, you know how he looked. Nobody cares. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I know your team (laughs) lost. Mm. Your team lost. Who's my team? You know who your team is. The the basement dwellers. Yeah, the the ones who are favored dramatically. We're not going to let Eagle out the basement. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The hunchback? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'll say this about the Eagles, guys. Jalen Hurts never panicked. The moment never looked too big for him yesterday, and he was so humble in his postgame yeah, interview. Like he couldn't that, even Jen. enjoy the win. Yeah, he was kid. so focused kid. on what the team could have like done him. better. Unlike right. the Cowboys. The Ravens also won Not in prime time. How strongly, though, do we feel about Lamar Jackson and his success, Whew. gentlemen? You'll wow. debate that mm. in just a moment. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. 
The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Lamar Jackson led the Ravens to a Sunday night victory over Joe Burrow and the Bengals, beating them 19-17. This one kept me up last night. Jackson finished the game with 174 passing yards, a TD, plus an interception. He also ran the ball 12 times for 58 yards. Shannon, on a scale of 1-10, to 10, how impressed were you last night with Lamar? Skip, I gave him a 6. I thought he was sensational on the last drive, but I thought Lamar made this game a lot closer than what it needed to be. He missed three throws in this game. He missed Duvernay down the middle. He overthrew him. He had to go on fourth down. That was a third down play, and he comes back. They got a great, uh, a great design, great play call, and he overshoots, I think the guy's Wallace. Wallace. Wallace on a fourth down play, missed mm-hmm. him wide open for a touchdown, and he, over, and he overthrew the other guy. The guy that got intercepted, he was open, but he overthrew him for an interception. The Ravens, at worst case scenario, should be 4-1. and one. That's at the very worst case. I'm thinking it should be 5-0 and oh because you shouldn't blow a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter, and you definitely shouldn't blow a 17-point lead, and these games are at home. All Lamar has to do, and that, that's my only critique of him, Skip, the inconsistency at throwing the football at times. I see him make a throw. They brought a blitz. They drop Henderson in the zone. He throws the ball back shoulder behind, uh, uh, to uh, – the big tight end, Mark Andrews, mm-hmm. great. I'm like, well, damn, how you see that? I didn't even see that. Lamar, how did you see that? Mm-hmm. And you see the throws that he makes, but then you see he has Duvernay wide open, and those are the throws that you can't miss, Skip. You can't miss a throw like that. And then if you get a reprieve, you definitely can't miss Wallace on a wide open fourth down. So I gave him a six. That last drive, he was Lamar. He was Lamar. Running the football, got down. Hit Mark Andrews, he did great things. If he could just clean up a little bit of the inconsistency throwing the football skip, this is going to be a very tough team to beat. Even though I gave them a six, I picked the Ravens to win this division. I'm going to stick with them. But they should at worst, they should be probably be 5-0 right now, Skip, if it's not for – and he has what? He has four interceptions in his last three games. So, for me, I'm going to ride it out. But is there anybody more clutch? Skip, I know what Benetieri did. And I know – but he ain't had a leg like this kid. This kid is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never seen. I mean, they, like they tried the man out there for fifty-eight. I'm like, well, damn, Jim Harp, I'll be John Harp, I'll be boop, and he's just like, what he's, did you? He splits them like, <laughs> like, yeah. the, like they're yeah, it ain't, down it ain't, Broadway. It, it like, ain't no doing. It ain't no you no. know. It's right down the middle, and the ball is so high. It is like, 
Dude. And when he walked in, Cincinnati knew it, Skip. Mm. The moment that Lamar got them in field goal range and they saw Tuck walk out down the field, uh, uh, the coach already called, hey, warm the buses up. We'll be there in about 30. That is correct. Because you already know what Skip to get. So now he's perfect. 23 for 23 on field goals in the last, four, uh, uh, last minute, fourth quarter of overtime. Mm-hmm. He's now made 61 straight field goals in the fourth quarter of a game. His last miss was in 2015. Mm. I trust that man foot more than I trust any quarterback's arm or any running back's leg. He's as close to automatic, and there's no such thing as 100% skips, but, boy, he is so, he likes all wipes. He's 99.9. Mm. It's why I tweeted immediately. <laughs> it's over. I, I, I would, I, I already, I tweeted it was over. <laughs> as, as soon as Lamar got the ball back, it's over. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get to Justin Tucker in a minute because he, he deserves quarterback money, and I'm not kidding. I'm not yeah. kidding because – all he does is win games. It's not fair. It's not right. I've railed against you don't field like goal. I, I hate field goal kick. I, I don't hate them personally. I hate it. It's a gimmicky way to decide <laughs> games played by ultimate warriors like yourself <laughs> who battle it out for 60, 59 minutes and 59 seconds. Yep. And some little non-player, because he can't play football, he can just kick. Yep. But he can really kick. And I always say, I can't get the rule changed, so if I owned a team – I would prioritize it with a first-round pick, Justin Tucker, and I would pay him what what, what the, the the rate was to keep him a lifelong whoever team I I, I yeah. would want him for twenty years. Well, the, normally that's what happens, Skip. If you find a good one, they normally stay there for 10, 15 years. Well, well, this think how many get. He's the ultimate weapon. It's like game over. It's like I don't have any doubt about him. I have doubt about him. Just about everybody it, else yeah. except this one. But the point is, let me go back to Lamar. Scale of 1 to 10, I'm just a big fan. I'm going to give him a 9. And I know he missed certainly those two throws and he threw the pick. But the first thing that got me on the Duvernay overthrow was if we could see it, he he breaks free past Von Bell, and he's got a step. Mm -hmm. and, And Lamar lets it go, and it's kind of an effortless flick. I swear he threw the ball 60 yards in the oh, air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you, you want to talk about an yeah. arm? He, he's got an arm. Don't, don't tell me he doesn't have yeah. velocity and oh, yeah. distance. That's 60-yard throw because Louie yeah. throws it for him. He throws it's, it's, it from the 43. Yards. I was like, And the ball's four yards, yeah. four yards, two, okay. three, four yards deep in the So it was about a yard too far. Yeah. Okay? And he had a step, and, and you can't, to your point, over time, you can't miss many of those, but he missed that one. Right. I don't know. The, the fourth down play, it, it's so open, it's too open. It, it's almost That's where like, you just stick it on his yeah. You don't try to be perfect. I, I mean, you can almost like underhand it yeah. to him, but but he tries to get too cute with it, too careful, too fine, as they say in baseball with it, and he just throws it a little too far. And and it was a killer because it would have broken the game over. Yeah, that, that, yeah. All right, so here comes Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. Boom, 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 down the field, Jamar, Jamar, down the field, down right. the field. And all of a sudden, they're in striking distance. They're within a yard or two of scoring. And I'm thinking, if, if I'm the Bengals, I, I'm thinking I need to kill a play and kill some clock. I need to, to, to run a quarterback sneak and tell Joe, don't score. Right. Because if you give Justin Tucker, a, all, all they're going to need is three, right? Right. Okay, well, well don't do you, you got to figure a way to burn some clock. Yeah, once but, they get to the 40, Skip, 60 yards is well within his range. Okay, so I, I'm thinking – should should Joe Burrow have kneeled or just sneaked and gone down one time? The problem with that idea is 
you're risking not scoring at all. You're okay? right. Because if you blow it then, if, if you wind <laughs> up with, with just third down or fourth down right. and you can't get in the end zone, now you lose and the, the coach is all going to get fired Correct. over this, yes. right? But the point was they got the ball back with 158 left. It's way too much time. Yeah. Now Lamar is Lamar. Right. I tell you all the time, what I love about this young man the most is you want to talk about high football character, you want to talk about gamer, this is when he is virtually unstoppable. And if he, it, he knows in his psyche, if they can stop my arm, they cannot stop my legs. Right. Under pressure, under fire. And the play of the game for me is the 19-yard run that he has. It's actually first and five because they had 12 right. men on the field. So it's first and five at the 45. We can see that this is the game over play. He runs the read option, and he goes up the middle. This is just too good. He is so good in the open field. Look at him Skip. dancing and darting. Skip, he and called him what they called they, yeah. they called him with a zone dog where they yeah. backed out, and so yep. now he hits the crease. He did. And that's what you that, – he's lucky, he he lucky he stumbled I over his own look, guy. I, I thought he was gone. If he doesn't stumble, uh, stumble over uh, Duvernay. Hey, the, the acceleration is breathtaking. Mm -hmm. His ability to run the football, and, and again – it's damned if you do or don't. This is why the Ravens are saying we can't guarantee you four or five years because we're not we're not sure you can last four or five more years and do that. Right. Because you need occasionally to do that. Skip, they had a t they were up ten nothing, and I really thought the Ravens were going to put the game away early, and they dilly dallied around and incomplete here and an incomplete there, and 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 not doing what they were supposed to do, and they let the Bengals get right back in, the, and that's their problem. They were supposed to put, but I, 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 I you see, John, John Harbaugh is learning. He ain't go for the point that you see kick no field goals, Skip. Thank you. Because it was just the obvious. Yeah, you, you take the point. It's the obvious math at that point. You got to yeah. just take the points. Take the points. But Lamar, because he does believe in Lamar's guts, Lamar can turn to him and say, I got this. And yeah. John's like, okay, you got this. But but sometimes you have to say, I got yeah, this. Yeah, I got that. I got right? this. Because they're not going to fire Lamar. They'll fire you if you keep making blunders no, like that. I, I agree. But I, I thought, Skip, if he can just, Skip, if he can, because yes, last night he was a 19 or 32 which is not a great, I mean, 179 yards. That's what all they needed. But, man, Skip, if he can just get a little more consistent with his legs, yep. and like you said, his arm is better than you think. <sighs> it's, it's, it, he can throw the ball 60 yards effortless. Effortless. It's a flick of the wrist. Yes. 60 yards. And he, he and Mark Andrews' chemistry. Hey, when in doubt. <laughs> Mark down there somewhere. He's down there somewhere, and he will go get He'll it. He'll go get it. And, hey. and yet, once that 19-yard run happened, I just I was ready to turn the TV off because yeah. it's just done. Yeah, yeah. It's over. Now, now you you okay. in tuck you in tuck range. Yeah, and and Lamar did have one third down and he converted that easily right. and it made a 46-yard field goal, a 43-yard right. field goal. Well, right. what does it matter? It could be a 58-yard field goal. Well, it doesn't he, matter. Yeah, he keep, like I'm saying, he good. Skip, I would I would literally trust him. Game on the line from 60. So get the ball to the 40, and that that's a great that's a great advantage. That that that. Makes your offense, the quarterback job, your play calling job a lot easier. I don't have to be perfect. If I get the ball to the 50, I mean to the 40, 60, oh, he make that. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I know you don't have the sound up, but after the game on NBC, he spoke. Yeah. He's a rocket scientist. Yeah. He, he, he breaks it down. I was like, whoa. He put on a, a clinic on here's how it went through my head. Right. And it's like I can't deal with the emotion of the moment. He said, sure, I get butterflies, but – but I just go through my procedure, right. and then he's got to catch it and spin it away. So right. that, and it was his first, the, the holder's first game-winning hole. Right. And he broke it completely down. He's he's brilliant. And Skip, 
He's not a big kid. He's not a no. big – his leg, but if you look at him like, dude, he can't wear more than 180 pounds, Skip. If he weighs 180, he really think. but he got dynamite in his – I hey, mean, that ball booms hey, off his foot. God gave him a leg yeah. that, that we've never seen before. Skip, we, like when Janikowski kicked the ball, Janikowski was 250 pounds. So you, so you expected just, him I, to I boom the ball. Yeah. You look at him and like, how's he kicking the ball 66 yards? How's he kicking the ball 60 yards with that kind of ease? Hey. He strikes it at the right at the right at the right spot every single time. But Janikowski time. was capable of kicking it forty yards left or right. Uh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, he had kid. that stolen. He had the stolen. You know, put that stolen. No, that's true. He had that stolen in that yeah, boot. No, he, that uh, thing will launch it. Yep, oh, I got it. <laughs> but this kid is money. Yeah, I would yeah. pay him big oh, they money. Pay him, he the highest pay. He and he yeah. deserved to be the highest. Right. If some if a kicker came in and said, you know what, I want Justin Tucker money. I'm gonna throw him out. I'm gonna throw him out. I'm gonna. No. Get your butt yeah, out of my office. Yeah, you you ain't no Justin no, Tucker. No. <laughs> well, guys, maybe even more impressive. He talked in that post-game interview with Melissa Stark about how he did not have a good warm-up. But once the game started, clutch as always. Yeah. All right. Back to the Cowboys, Skip. Are they just getting by, or have they really figured out how to sustain success with Cooper Rush? Figured. We'll debate that on the other side of this break. Yeah. All right, so following the Cowboys' 22-10 win against the Rams, Dak Prescott spoke to USA Today about the team's success this season. Prescott said, quote, Honestly, just knowing this team can win in a multitude of ways, whether it's the run game, the defense, obviously we all know where, what we can do when we're healthy in the passing game. It's exciting as hell. Coach has the mantra, resiliency for the team, and if you turn on the tape, you can see it game in and game out. Skip, I'm going to start with you because I'm going to go out on a limb and say you have a ton to say about this. I have a ton of a problem with what Dak said. What a problem. What a problem. Dak Prescott took a shot at Cooper Rush, unwarranted though predictable, because I'm going to repeat that line that Jen just read. Obviously, we all know what we can do when we're healthy in the pass game. You've been pretty healthy with Cooper Rush, I think. He's saying, when I get back, we're going to take it up a bunch. Because ain't nobody hurt but you. Everybody else helps me. correct. <laughs> he says, Dak says, it's exciting as hell. All right, big picture here. I believe that Dak Prescott is somewhat threatened by Micah Parsons as face of the franchise because the, the more we talk here, the more we talk nationally, Mike is becoming a big oh, thing. Michael's the best player. Okay. Dak, Dak, right. Dak knows that. Michael's the best player. Okay, but who's got the most TV commercials? Yeah. Well, Dak. No, Dak's no, got no, that's going to be the quarterback. Okay. No, that's going to okay. be the quarterback. I got it. I believe that Dak has become extremely threatened by Cooper Rush in a shock to Dak because Cooper didn't just keep his seat warm. He turned it into a hot seat for yeah. Dak Prescott. It's on fire. Dak was front and center from start to finish last night. He spoke more before and after the game than Cooper Rush spoke because our Tom Rinaldi reported during the game on Fox that he spoke to Dak before the game, and Dak came right over to him and, said, and shook his hand hard and said, "How do you?" I'm paraphrasing, but how do you like my grip? Like, my grip feels pretty strong, doesn't it? Because he was campaigning for the media to know, and Tom's big national media guy, he wants everybody to know, I, I'm ready to go. Right. I want my team back. 
I told you, I feel sorry for him if he gets thrown into the fire at Philadelphia because I don't think after five, six weeks off, he's going to be ready for that cauldron that he would get thrown into. But then he chooses to speak just to Jarrett Bell, our guy that we know, mm-hmm. and he's a big national voice, and Dak knows exactly how to play the national media fiddle on this one. And he, he just goes off about how excited he is because he wants to remind everybody, this is my team. It's about to be my time. And now we can get serious about this thing and we can really start scoring some points. I, I don't appreciate the shot at Cooper Rush because I keep telling you, Cooper doesn't have Dak's ego because he hasn't obviously been around. They he hasn't they, they have an ego. Okay, well, he hadn't done it. That, that's right. All I know about Cooper Rush is every time he got called upon to make a throw, he made the throw. Right. Not one time did he come up empty. Not one time did I sit back and say, damn, he's just an undrafted nobody, fraud, as you might say, from Central Michigan. He just can't bear up under this. Every time he had a free rusher in his face and got blasted, he seemed to stand in and make the throw. So, again, it, it's, it's not some. It's beneath Dak to have to do that, but that's where he's been pushed by Cooper Rush's magic run that he's had. Not for just the four games this year, but for five and oh, five and oh, are you kidding me? With the stat going into the game of nobody in the history of this league had won his first four starts with a 90 plus passer rating, and Cooper Rush did that. And now I think Dak is wearing on his sleeve just how threatened he is by Cooper Rush. Yep, I can't disagree with you. Dak won his job back. And Dak knows the longer this goes, the harder it's going and the more difficult it's going to be. He hears Jerry before a game and after game. He prays on him over and he over. Did. Skip, I don't believe Jerry Jones has ever fully bought into Dak Prescott. He wanted to give the job back to Tony Romo, even though Dak Prescott was on this unprecedented win streak. Because you remember back then, Skip, I think they won like 11 games in a row before they rested. Uh, I think Dak played a series in the last game against Philly. Uh, uh, Zeke didn't play at all. So they were 13-3. and three. So they won 11 games. Remember, they won 10 in a row, and Tony Romo conceded the job. On right. Tuesday, he made a, con- a concession speech. But Jerry Jones wasn't going to give no concession nope. speech. I, speech. I still believe he wanted the job back. And Dak feels threatened, and rightfully so. Because here's the thing, Skip. Cooper Rush starts this game against Philly. They beat the Eagles. Now, if I'm not mistaken, and, and you could correct me if I'm wrong because you probably got the schedule in front of you, I think the Detroit and Chicago are the next two games at home, and then they go into a bye. That is correct. Okay. If and, you and, beat, if, if Cooper Rush starts, he beats Philly, you're not giving the job back to Dak Prescott when they play the Detroit Lions. That's not happening. Okay, but the, the, the perfect way for Dak would be not to play at Philly and Cooper Rush loses Lose, however Okay, way. Now, now, okay now, and then all of a sudden you say, okay, now we're right on schedule. Right. We're four and two, which right. wouldn't be all bad. And Dak can play against Detroit and Chicago right. and then buy, right. and here we go. Right. Because Dak can say, well, hold on. Hell, the defense score seven to give up 17, 16, 10, 10 with me. And it'll tell you, we probably go be, be beating teams 28, 31, 34 to 10, 38 to 16. He's threatened, and rightfully so. And if, don't let anybody tell you. Dak Taylor, oh, I ain't threatened by bull jive. There's, bull a re, jive. there's a reason why quarterbacks, Skip, they never want the backup to get looks because that's the last thing you want somebody to do. And that's why Tom Brady and Manning and all these top quarterbacks, they took every single rep. They even do kneel downs. Mm-hmm. Man, come on, let the man 
Brady, take a kneel. No, no, you might like the way the man kneel down and all of a sudden they give you some bright hey, idea. Hey, Tom Brady takes kneel downs. He does. <laughs> he does. He just does. Brett Favre said, no, yes. I'm not going to let this yes. kid take my job. But here's the thing, though, Skip. At some point in time, you do know you go to Vegas and you go on this hot streak and you winning and winning and winning. How long do you before you cash out or do you give it all back to the house? Great question. I don't know. Jerry Jones is pondering <laughs> that dilemma right now. You, I think Jerry going to let it ride another week. I think you skip. have to let it ride. You just push it all into the middle and say, I'm going to let it you ride. Let- because the worst case scenario is you don't go bust. You just go four and two. Well, who wouldn't want four and two with Dak missing all those games, right? Right. right. What would he have missed now? Five, five right. straight games. Right. Who would have thought Dallas would be four and two with no Dak for five straight games? Right. Well, that's not all bad. So no. Jerry's saying, I can't really lose here unless you say he loses if Cooper wins. Let me I ask, don't. Let me ask you a question. Cooper Rush wins this game. What does your gut say? Dak starts in Detroit or Cooper Rush starts? I think you have to ride the hot <laughs> see, hand. I see, just do. You see? You well, know what it is. You know what his head is. Now, now you have a dilemma, as in <laughs> D-I-E, dilemma, because now you got locker rooms starting to splinter. Yeah. Because trust me, I was there in 1991. The locker room started to split between Troy fans and Steve Berline fans because about half the locker room is saying, Steve Berline is pretty good. We're right. winning. We're, we, we're going to the playoffs. Right. Well, what, what do you think? You, you haven't ever had a locker room like that no. where it was a clear cut. No, no, Uh-oh, no. the backup is threatening to be good, as Still, good as or better than the start. Uh, and the second of our three, uh, two, Pete, yep. back to back, uh, John pulled his hamstring second week of, second week against the Raiders out there in the college, if I'm yep. not mistaken. I think it was, might have been Oakland. Might, might have been Oakland, I think. Uh, but anyway, and Bubby comes in. Yep. Now, we scoring Bubby more. Brister. Bubby Brister. We're scoring more points than when John got hurt. Nobody thought that Bubby. Nobody, nobody thought that Bubby. Oh, with John's healthy, Bubby gonna be. Man, please. Okay, but he's John freaking Elway, exactly. and you never put and da- Dak Prescott and, and, and John and Elway. Dak is not Dak freaking Prescott. No, he, he's Dak. He, he's just <laughs> Dak. And I'm gonna say the numbers again. Last 12 starts, six and six. Last 36 starts, 18 and 18 as a starter. I just haven't seen enough, and I guarantee you. Let's just say for whatever, maybe. Dak goes up tomorrow to Jerry's office and says, I know they're not very close, but he says, look, you can't do this to me. You've got to give me my team back. Well, if Jerry says, okay, I'm going to give you your team back, you know what Cowboy Nation's going to say? You're on, Dak. No, I don't, Skip, honestly, I don't think Cowboy Nation want Dak back in. Do they see the way Cooper Rush played and they're winning? All right. Skip, the same thing. I'm sure Drew Bledsoe, he wanted his job back. Coach Belichick said, man, get out of my office. Okay, but my point is, let's do the hypothetical. Let's say Jerry says, I give you your job back because you earned it, and I'm paying you this ton of money, right? And now all of a sudden, Cowboy Nation, the the bar got raised way up for Dak Prescott, where you're not going to live with what he did against your Broncos last year or against the Raiders on Thanksgiving or against San Francisco in the playoff game. I agree. Or against Tom Brady in this year's season opener. They won't live with it. They won't they won't sit still for it because there's a, a viable alternative standing over there. You do know as the days tick by, Dak and Jerry's relationship deteriorates a little more. It does. You do I understand agree. that, right? Okay, I do. okay, I do. We, 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 okay. Yeah, and by the way, <laughs> the right hand man for Jerry Jones is the draft master, I think, Will McClay. Yeah. And Jared Bell went to him last night and asked him, what's happening with Cooper? Why is Cooper Rush so good? And he said, it's his calmness. He calms everyone down. He communicates everything. He's been around for several years, and everyone follows him because he knows what he's doing. 
Well, that's pretty high praise right. for a guy who you didn't even draft. Right. You just signed him. Yeah. Since yeah. He's been in the system since yeah. 2015. Six years. See, so yeah. he's been in the system all this time. Yep. He's not 21, 22. Nope, he's, he's 28. 28. So, yeah, guys feel comfortable with him. There's something about having a guy that's a veteran yep. as a backup that's, that's been there. Now, although he's most backups, Skip, a lot of these backups, my backups were always starter. I had Randall Cunningham. Yep. I had uh, uh, Bubby Brister. Yep. I had Beeline. I've had guys that were starters at one mm-hmm. point in time in their careers. So it does give you a calming effect. Now, he's been it's a calming effect for him because he's been in the system so long, he knows it frontwards and backwards. So he can talk, you know, he Dak comes to the sideline, and he can tell Dak what he saw. Yep. So, Shannon, you know and I know, <laughs> if you go to NFL war with a quarterback and he wins four straight games, you start to think, hey. We, this might be a magic carpet yeah, ride. Magic carpet ride. Okay. There we go. Skip, I'll, skip that's a lot. I mean, we've seen uh, – what, what did uh, uh, Brady start? Brady started, what, 11 games that season? I think it was week five he got put out. Brady started 11. Hostel started about 10. Skip, you talk about 16 weeks. You talk about going 16 possibly – 20-plus weeks with a backup. Yeah, but the irony was Drew Bledsoe actually saved them at Pittsburgh in the yes, AFC Championship yes. game because Tom turned his ankle. And then what happened? Brady, Coach Boom, went right, right back, back to him. Exactly. Right back to him, and they won the Super Bowl. Yep. In the big, you could argue, the biggest upset uh, ever this side of Joe Namath. Yes. Right? So, I, I, I don't think Dak's going to start this week. I really don't. My gut tells me that Cooper Rush is going to start this game. I would start Cooper Rush because I don't think it would be fair to Dak to throw him back in. No, I don't think you think it would be fair to Cooper Rush after all he's done to take his job back. Both ways. (laughs) I agree. Well, guys, it is going to be a stressful week for Dak Prescott and Cowboys decision makers. So today, Dak is supposed to start throwing. Tomorrow, he has a critical doctor's appointment. Mike McCarthy has said he'd like to have a week of him practicing before he plays a game. What what does that mean? That doctor says that where the pressure starts amping up. A full week. A full week. We'll find out, Shannon. (laughs) Up next this morning, though, what does Baker Mayfield's latest Uh loss to the 49ers mean for his future in Carolina? I can't wait for this. Y'all feel that? That's Baker staying it up. Baker Mayfield had 215 passing yards, no touchdowns, and one interception in the Panthers' 37-15 loss to the 49ers yesterday. Carolina sits at 1-4 on the season and heads to L.A. this upcoming Sunday to take on the champion Rams. Shannon, I'll just say the floor is yours. <laughs> Your boy shooting bad. Mm. Skip, I don't really know what else to say. I, you, 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 you ain't got nothing for me today. Mm. I mean, it's skip. It's bad. Jen said he didn't throw a touchdown. He did. It just wasn't for his team. Mm. Pick sixes. Now, Skip Bayless. He's last. Did you know Baker Mayfield is, is last in QBR? Actually, it went up yesterday. It was mm-hmm. a 15. Now he's 16.5. Good point. He's 13 and a half percentage points behind mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, uh, the second to the worst is Joe Flacco. Mm. Skip. He had they, the uh, the Carolina Panthers have one offensive touchdown in the first half of the game. The defense has two. Now, that's under your guy. Now, he want to show up. Now, he want everybody to feel sorry. He showed up with a walking boot. I saw the 49ers. Everyone on the 49ers defense had a walking boot on. Mm. From putting foots in him, they done hurt their ankles, mm. hurt their toes. Mm. Putting foots in Baker Mayfield. I told you, 
Now you want to talk about Sam Darnold was a bust. The Hall of Famer said Sam Darnold. Now I want you to admit it. Mm. Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. Mm. Same guy. No. Same guy. No. Same guy. No. Sam yeah, Darnold same guy. Did nothing. Same, no, 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 no. You told me that in 30 seconds. The NFL, the Power Rangers had the Carolina Panthers 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. They're 30 seconds right now. The Carolina Panthers are last in total offense. Mm-hmm. They're last in third down. Completing 24% on third down. Mm. They're 15th in the league in rush, yards per carry, 4.4. Mm. But Baker, I mean, Baker can't do anything with that, Skip. Mm. He was terrible. Mm. And unfortunately for them, Sam Darnold is a healthy. He got bit. Your guy got pulled. Mm. Your, guy, your guy got pulled. He didn't get pulled. He about broke his ankle. Ain't nothing wrong he with his ankle. limped off. He walked so left So what's wrong with his shoulder? Left what's wrong? Yeah, 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 yeah. You see? No, yep. you want to finish. Shouldn't have played the second half, but once again, he sucked it up. No, he ain't sucked it up. No, uh. no, no, Skip. If you sucking it up and giving us a chance to win, mm-hmm. I commend you. Mm. You can't stink and then talk about you sucking it up. No, bro. Mm. You stink. He terrible, Skip. Mm. And at some point in time, you got to come to the conclusion. Mm. We all do. Mm. It's, a, it's just an epiphany. Mm. A realization where you realize, like, hmm. You just sitting around, you in your car driving, like, you know what? Mm. Baker Mayfield is really that bad. Mm. Oh, wow. Yes. He's that bad. He's so, terrible. So Carson Wentz, is he that bad? He, he ain't bad as Baker Mayfield. I don't know. He worked. Did you see Carson Wentz at the end of the game? Hold they on. had a chance to win? Skip, your guy passed for less uh, than 20 yards a game. By the way, you love Aaron Rodgers. Did you see Aaron Rodgers at the end of the game? So now, Aaron, hold on. So are you – I just want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. You saying Baker Mayfield is comparable to Aaron Rodgers. All I heard all last week was – Baker's too little. He gets, what was it, nine balls batted. Yeah, nine. Right, nine, right. nine okay. Nine. Well, Aaron Rodgers on third down and fourth down against the Giants over in London, he got balls batted. He did? Thibodeau batted one with his face mask. Yeah. And then the safety, six-foot-tall safety comes up, and he bats a ball, Baby. and the game's over. Huh? Okay. No, no. This, okay. no, no, this, Aaron, City. this, this is not about Aaron Rodgers. Talk, talk about your guy. Talk about your guy, oh, Baker Mayfield. What did he I do am. positive? 37 15. Okay. So I first guessed this on Friday. I told you he is in the wrong place at the worst time because San Francisco is number one in the NFL in scoring defense. Mm-hmm. And I believe the San Francisco defense is even a tick better than the Dallas defense. I think it can get after the passer maybe a tick better than Dallas can get after the passer. Mm-hmm. And Joey Bosa wasn't even available for – I mean, Armstead didn't play yeah. either. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And, and they were all over Baker Mayfield from the start. Six sacks, nine quarterback hits. He was running for his life. They can't protect him at all. Whoa! He's trying to throw off his whoa, back foot. Whoa, 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 and, whoa, whoa, and guess what? I think it's my turn. Would you believe that Baker Mayfield was actually pretty good yesterday? I don't know if you watched, but I did. I had on opposite the Cowboy okay. game. He, he's 20 of 36 for 215 yards. And let me see some of these completions here. Oh, he hit Robbie Anderson for 32 yards. That's pretty good. He hit Shai Smith for 31. He hit DJ Moore for 27. Those are pretty good throws, I would say, because his QBR was 25. It's a lot better than the, the first few games that he played. That's right? again. Huh. Now, uh, uh, QBR, they measure it, 0 to 100, yep. 50 being average. Yeah, but the 25, man was a 25 against the 49ers is pretty great. No, it's not I, I got to tell you, it's pretty great. 25 against the Bears, 85 Bears. 25 against the 2,000 Ravens. 
It's horrible. It's trash. Your guy is trash. Mm. Your guy is set side the curb, mm. waiting to get picked up and t- taken to a landfill. Yep. That's what he is. So, now, I need you to admit that. No, he took over a team that was ranked 32nd and dead last. So where the are they right now? Where are they right now? And he had one shot to turn around the losing culture that is getting deeper and deeper in losing because thought, Matt Rule's going to lose his job and Ben McAdoo should have lost his job a long but, but, time But here's ago. the thing. What it's ha- a clown show Hold of coaching. On. I, all I heard is Baker Mayfield is the Pied Piper. He, I went to, we went to Oklahoma, and he, whoop, 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 and everybody, whoop, 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 back. That was from, okay. That was Hugh Jackson. Whoa, 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 here in Carolina. Coach of the I thought he was going to turn that around. You told me Baker, if Baker so, Mayfield start, he's going to turn it around. In turn the what? grudge match against the Cleveland Browns in Carolina, what happened? Nothing. He, throws, he lost. He throws for 155 yards in the fourth quarter and brings them all the way back to a 24-23 to 23 lead. They get two terrible calls, terrible calls, one a call and one a non-call. And that little kid, Cade York from LSU, that rookie, gets to boom one through from 58 yards. You see what he did yesterday? Cleveland He gagged. Why wouldn't he have gagged? If he gags this one, I got a whole whole different story going on. Because all of a sudden, they're off hot, and they got some momentum. I want to tell you, I want you to tell me this. In five weeks, an offense led by Baker Mayfield Mm -hmm. has scored one touchdown. Yep. And and you say that's good. You say that man is not a bust. No, he's just fighting for his life. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't say anything about Sam Darnold. I told you this offensive line wasn't very good. And Sam Darnold was fighting for his life. You wanted to hear none of that. So now Baker Mayfield is in the exact same situation that Sam Darnold is. And he looks worse than what Sam Darnold looked last year. That's not true. It is absolutely true. He was hard. What you think they said about Baker Mayfield? Get rid of him. Get him out of the league. Your guy can't play dead in the West. Oh, well. He terrible. My guy, as a raw rookie for the Cleveland Browns, took an 0-16 team, 0-16, and he won seven games. Sam Darnold, incapable of doing that. Can I ask you a question? My guy went on a run of 8-3 in his third year and went all the way to the playoffs in Pittsburgh and beat the Steelers at home with a QBR of 91 on a scale of 0 to 100. And over that stretch, he was 20 touchdowns to only three interceptions. I saw it with my own eyes. He did that. You were mum over there for week Brock, after I saw, week after week. I saw week. Brock Osweiler win a playoff okay. game. Well, this I is saw, about I saw Blake Bortles. Yeah. I saw Blake Bortles come within four minutes of getting to the Super Bowl against mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Yeah. So we've seen Alec cats find whole chickens yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. Now, I need you to tell me. You keep telling me what he did as a raw rookie. Yep. So tell me what he's doing now as a, fa- a fifth-year veteran. Guess what? I, don't, I know what he did as a rookie. Guess, What's guess he doing what, now? Guess what happened after he won those seven games as a raw rookie? One day I look up across the table, and the Hall of Famer is driving Baker's bandwagon. Dude, the Hall of Famer, the Hall- Shannon Sharp, is saying, shake and bake, baby, I got this. The Hall of Fame ain't no fool. Uh, when I see a car about to careen off the cliff, really? oh, no, sir. Man. Oh, no, sir. What do you do, Skip Baker? Hey, did I ever root for Carson Wentz? Did I, I kept telling you about Aaron Rodgers. You wouldn't listen to me. I kept telling you about Tua, and you wouldn't listen whoa, to whoa, me. Whoa. So, okay. I keep telling you really? about I keep telling you about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. You won't listen. Couldn't that, be in a worse spot. Right no, 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 he can't be in a worse spot. Skip, there's a reason why nobody else wanted him but Carolina. Mm. I don't know about that. If he just played it out and become a free agent, I think everybody would have won. Skip, if he was what you thought he was, they trade for him. No. No. They, hey, look just, at, they knew oh, Cleveland was stuck. You got you got little to no respect for Jimmy G. What Jimmy G doing? Okay, what did he do yesterday? Well, he, uh, you had all the advantage because he goes in there spoiling to show Carolina they were wrong because they had a chance to get Jimmy G and they took Baker Mayfield 18 over to 30, Jimmy G. 253, yep. two tubs. Yep. Two tubs. Yep. 
Boy, I don't, I don't know. Two fifteen against San Francisco is pretty good. Whoa, 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 whoa! You know, whoa, whoa. I, th- I think you're barking up the wrong tree this time. The man had thirty six attempts yeah, and only yeah. had two hundred fifteen yards. He made one mistake. He double clutched on that throw into the flat to little. Are he playing basketball now? Yeah. The double clutch. That's the only time I want to double clutch. Yeah. And he threw it a little wild Gentlemen. high. A little wild right high. Your go back and look at it. Go back and look at the one he threw in the first game of the season. Had had a DJ Moore wide open, overshot yep. him, hit Cleveland defender right in his chest. How many humans alive today could throw for 155 in the fourth quarter of a big opening And lose game? a bunch of them. Huh. Every quarterback in the NFL could throw no, for 155 and lose. That's wrong. Your guy lost. Yeah, your at guy some, has lost skip, his job. Skip, at some point in time, you have to come to the realization. No. Your guy about to lose his job. Mm. Well, gentlemen, let me jump in here on that note because we do have breaking news out of Carolina. The Panthers have now officially relieved Matt Rule of his coaching duties as of just a few minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Three seasons, 11 and 27. Defensive passing game coordinator Steve Wilkes is taking over. Good. He deserves another shot. Steve Wilkes. I know Steve. He was the head coach of Savannah State. Sure, we will have much more on this subject. But, guys, we got to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have the latest on the Antonio Brown controversy that, hey, includes our guy, Little Wayne himself. That's next on Undisputed. In a lawsuit filed earlier this week, Antonio Brown now accused of ripping off a music producer for more than half a million dollars. This includes using our guy's name, Lil Wayne, to try and pocket another 100000 AB has also been accused of sending obscene text messages to company executives. Shannon, what's your reaction to the latest developments with AB? I can't say that I'm surprised. Um, AD's chosen to go down this path. Um, I think over the last three or four years, he's shown that he can't be trusted. And so why anybody would trust him? There's also a, a lawsuit out there, I think, about he tried to sell someone a fake uh, Richard Mille, Richard Mille uh, watch. I think it's uh, part of this it, one. Might be, yeah. it, might be, it might be, Skip. <laughs> uh, and so for me, it's just the guy's just, I mean, what's the bottom? You think a guy has hit rock bottom and it seems that he has no bottom and he's going to fall even further. And it's very unfortunate because all of this could have been avoided. A.B. chose to go this direction. And fortunate for him, unfortunate for him, he didn't have enough strong people. They were want, wanted to ride. They didn't want to tell A.B. what he needed to know because he would have stopped the bus and asked them to get off. So, Skip, when you when you someone's footing the bills for you, you never want to correct them because you want to continue to get your bills. You want to continue to go up in the club. You want to continue to pop bottles. You want to continue to go all these places that you know if you tell him what's right, you're not going to be able to go. Mm. And they let it. They He did. This is all on him. But at some point in time, when we see ourselves going in a direction, it's nice to have people around us to say, hey, Sean, come on, bro. That ain't it. That's not the move. And A.B. has none of those people around him. Um, the NFL is long over for him. He yep. knows that now. Uh, he can say all he wants to. I'm done. The only time you're going to see me throwing a football is with my son. That sound well and good. But just a month ago, you was begging Jerry Jones for jobs. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, really, it's really, really sad. Uh, and it's sad because this guy had an opportunity to have generational wealth. And, and he could have just set himself up for many, many, many years to come. And now it seems he's out here scamming people yep. trying to get by. Yep. I'm going to read this part about our man Lil Wayne that A.B., according to this promoter, insisted Lil Wayne wanted to be paid, quote-unquote, $250,000 in cash 
and receive the money directly through AB mm-hmm. to Lil Wayne. So he said, you got to give me $250,000 in cash. And the promoter in the lawsuit claims that he went ahead and wrote him a check for two fifty. Then he had second thoughts about it and decided to stop payment on it almost immediately. And then AB threatened him, you better not do this. And I communicated with our man Lil Wayne yesterday. Do, do you know anything about this? And he was just dumbfounded by it. Absolutely knew zero about it. Had his man Mac, Mac Main, check into yeah. it. And th- they were just like, just lost on how all this occurred around them. And they knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And Wayne and I went back and forth about AB. And he likes AB. I mean, he, he, AB's fun to be around. Yeah, he don't around. let that man lie on his name, though. Yeah, yeah that is correct. And so Wayne's last text to me late last night was, I'll pray for him. And he meant it. I'm, right. I'm going to pray for him because he meant he's going to need it. Yeah. Because this is criminal behavior. Yes. There's been an onslaught of it over mm-hmm. the last, I don't know, what, four years? Yes. And A.B. has gotten away with a lot of it because he had some money and he had some star power. And so people are willing to look the other way and look the other way. Mm-hmm. And if you got lawyers and you can pay enough lawyers off to get you out. But I, I, I'm, I'm thinking his money is going to start to run low. here. Yeah, of course. But Skip, my thing is, hold on. Why would Lil Wayne wouldn't use A.B. as an intermediary? Heck no. I mean, if that's the case, Lil Wayne, if Lil Wayne wants to do uh, you what he wants to, uh, you know, 250 for a hook, he going to have his people. Why would he need A.B.? I mean, they never use A.B. for anything, not all of a sudden. And then A.B., come on, man, don't be putting people's name out there like that, bro. You know the man don't know you like that. I mean, he cool. I mean, you look. <laughs> Weezy's the easiest guy, man. He, he a great dude. I've he gotten, I've gotten to know him dude. since I worked here, Skip. Yes, yes. And, you know, I, you know, we text back and forth, and, you know, hey. he invited me to his birthday party. Hey. He, he is a really, really good dude. Hey, Quiet, me. don't do all that. He, he, you in know, he, in, in my and, life and times. He's as good a human as I've yeah. ever run across. And then you're going to lie on this man and put this, really? put this man in your bull job. Because yeah, you're, you're basically trying to bilk this guy out of 250000 Using somebody else's yeah. good name. Yeah. Nah, okay. stand on your own. And no, then, what about all that money? I'm free. Had $30 million. I'm free. Well, hey, hit them followers up. All the ones was talking about, A.B., you right, A.B., you right, A.B. Where they at now, A.B.? Mm, you should point. jump on this and say, hey, do IG Live, set up a GoFundMe account, and tell them to send you some of the money that you lost when you was bull jiving with the Raiders that or when cool. you was bull jiving and what you lost last year in Tampa. Have those same ones that was co-signing your bull jive. Hop on and get a GoFundMe and see what they do for you now. Mm-hmm. Good point. Here's the bottom line to this. A.B. talks and talks about how he's got a rap career, thanks in part to Kanye. He's got some sort of alliance with him. The promoter says not so fast because in the lawsuit, he's saying, uh, I think these are quotes around the lawsuit, but he he said everyone is saying his rap career is blossoming, but his rap career is dead. I own the rights to all his music. He can't release any music for the rest of his life unless I approve it, says this promoter, that he signed over all the rights to his music to this promoter when they first he made be needing some. He must be needing some money real bad. Sell that big old chain. Yeah. I'll give you $50. I'll give you $100, $100 for it right now. $100. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got for you. you. Wear it out here on Friday. Yeah, I, I sure will. Yeah. It, hey, I, I, bought some, I don't bought some jewelry off my teammates. They mm. pay 50000 I pay five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? You need the money? Hey, yeah. I, do what I, can, I do what I can to help him. I don't want to see him go completely under. But this is, this is embarrassing. 
I mean, and then he tweeted something about Tom Brady and, you know, Tom yeah. Brady and his wife, you know, yeah. breaking up and divorce. I'm like, bro, bro, is there, is there no depth in which you will not go? I mean, at some point in time, you know what? You know what? Man going through something, I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah. Especially somebody that's done something for me, Skip. I mean, there's a deal. Uh, uh, I mean, if I, if I don't like you, we've been enemies or adversaries for the time being, the hell with you. And if I catch you down, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep you down. But after Tom did, man, no bad look. You and Ernestine going to be together. I couldn't. After what you did for me, hell, I'm on TV because of Skip. But now all of a sudden, I'm going to turn my back on Skip. Man, miss me with that. No. I can't turn my back on anybody that man did. The man put you in his home. Mm. There ain't very many people going to let you in their home around their damn wife. How many people, hey, you got to get this, hey, I got you, I got your room at this hotel. You not scared of him, hey, ain't no grown man standing in my house with my wife or my other, no, other than me. Especially with this track record. Man, please. And then he doing this bull jive. You know, our man James Harrison was so correct four years ago. He sat right there. Yes. Because he, he was a big brother to A.B. And he said, he needs help. Yeah. Well, he never got it. And this is the end. And it is the saddest of stories. It just... It's just drip, drip, drip yep. every day. It's it is. something lower and lower and lower. Yep. Whew. Every time you turn around, it seems to be something else. Well, gentlemen, let's move on and talk a little bit about Draymond Green. Let's. How well has he handled things Ooh. since that video of him punching wow. Jordan Poole surfaced? That's next when Undisputed returns. After this video surfaced Friday from TMZ showing Draymond Green punching his Warriors teammate Jordan Poole, Draymond addressed his actions in a press conference over the weekend. Take a listen. Here's what Draymond had to say. Continue to stay away as I've been away um, and, you know, continue to do work on myself as I always like to do. But also just to give guys space. I do want to give my team their space. I want to give Jordan some space. Uh, and then also just take a few days and, you know, or, or whatever that is and just continue to, you know, work on myself and, and think about the things that I need to think about. And, you know, uh, really just take, take, take some time and let, let, let everything breathe. Hmm. Let everything breathe. Shannon, how does this play out for Draymond and the Warriors? Video changes everything. Skip, totally different situation, but the video changed Ray Rice. It did. Ray Rice was about to come back and play again. And then they got the video and he never played again. Never played. Ray Rice changed the George Floyd because we got an opportunity to see. If we hadn't seen the video, they could have explained it away and we would have knew nothing, no worse for the wear. Mm. This video changes, and, 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 and Steve Kerr and Kevon Looney was talking about it last night. We could have probably handled it a little better in-house had that not be, had the video not gotten out. It's kind of like a relationship. Mm -hmm. You can handle a lot of things behind closed doors as long as public. Because yeah. once the public gets a hold of it, the public pressure that comes along with it. Here's the quick quote from Steve Kerr. When things are kept internally, it's almost easy to handle. As soon as things are leaked, all hell breaks loose. Go ahead. It, it, he's, and he's yeah. absolutely right. For me, I don't know how they move forward with this. Like you said, probably if it was kept internally, 
But to 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 for it to happen and for it to play out the way it has, Jordan Poole's not the same. No. Jordan Poole's family's not the same. Mm-hmm. Everybody's family has been, has been impacted by this, but for totally different reasons. This organization has been impacted by this. And so everybody's looking like, man, y'all let Draymond do that? And I get skipped. Everybody, everybody talking about we're fighting. Nah, 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 nah. This year, I, I, I don't, like I said, I've, been a, I, I've seen some fights. I, I hadn't been any part, but I've seen some fights. Mm. But nothing went down like this because I think at that point with the fights that I saw, everybody was expecting the fight. I think this was a situation. Yep, that's a good point. Draymond knew he could get a win against Poole. It's been reported that he kept calling a Poole the B-word. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know what's true. And then they said it was about money. And then he said it wasn't about money. So, Skip, I wasn't there. But I knew this. As a veteran player, Draymond's been the week, what, a decade? Come on, bro. Why are you fighting this guy in the second, third year? For what? Because you can get a cheap win? Mm-hmm. Come on. I just, I, I, I don't know how they move forward. I, I don't. With this, like you said, had, and you can't use the 30 plus year old precedent. Well, Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr. Well, Draymond ain't no damn Michael Jordan, and Jordan Poole is a 10 times better player than Steve Kerr. So, those are, you, you can't use that as your foundation to say, well, see what happened? Things are different now than they were de- then. These are two different players now than they were then. Skip, I don't know. I mean, hey, if, if they can move forward with this, Hey, Golden State got the, got the best organization locker room in the history. Mm. By the way, I still don't know what it looked like when Michael Jordan hit Steve Kerr in the right. eye. I saw his eye, and it was black. <laughs> but I don't know what it looked right. like, and if I had seen it, I might feel very differently about right. it. Right, right, if you saw, if you had seen the video. That's what I'm saying. Right. I didn't see it. Right. Nobody ever saw it. You heard about it. He hit Will Perdue from Vanderbilt. Right. I, I don't know what happened. It was just a quick shot. Right. I, I don't know. It was like a little rabbit punch. Right. I, I don't know. Right. Th- this was haul off and an attack. Right. He threw from a distance a punch. And I still can't believe Jordan Poole wasn't hurt, but he was falling backwards and he it, it grazed. Right. But the point is, I appreciated that Draymond said all the right things yeah, in this media right. session. But when he talked about, I'm going to continue to stay away, I, I think he just got told to stay away because he got suspended. Right. And when he, he talks about Jordan Poole, I don't know how he's feeling. That He says the most important thing initially is to allow Jordan to work through his thoughts and not me to try to go to, to persuade his thoughts one way or the other. I, to your point, I, I don't think Jordan will ever quite get over this. No. And at this point, I think Draymond is saying all the right things, which is atypical of him. Usually he's against the grain, yeah. and he will just keep fighting and fighting back. Yeah, but Skip, he knows he's flat-ass hey, wrong. You know what? You. <laughs> he, he knows he's wrong, and he knows he's on some real, real thin ice. Really thin. Because... And the temperature's rising. It is. And he didn't shoot the ball well from three or the free throw line last year to the point he became a liability right. from both those lines, right. three and free throw. And, yep, they won it all. But I think his value, his impact. It is, would go to it, say. It, it, but it's diminishing over time because he's getting up there in age. And I told you the day this happened I, I promise you, the powers that be at Golden State, as we speak, they're saying, is he becoming more trouble than he's yeah. worth? Do we really need right. him this year, 
Could we be about the same without him? Maybe we could. Skip, I think Draymond is a phenomenal player. He I is really in his do. own but weird I, way. But I think he's a phenomenal player for Golden State. Yep. I don't believe he no. has that impact he that he, for anybody else. Because who else is going to be able to shoot the ball like Clay, Steph, and Poole? No. So that dribble handoff that he does so well with them and all the right places where to drop the ball off with the screen, where else can he go where he can have that type of an impact? And, 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 and see, Jordan hitting somebody that I – Oh, teams would have lined up. Okay, y'all want to get rid of Jordan? We'll take him. You got He's going to be Michael Jordan at the Twitter. I, I don't because know how listen, many. <laughs> Jordan Poole's in Steph's area code anyway. Uh, he can really light Did you see him up. last night? He, he, I mean, he, he, he's, he's phenomenal, Skip. They don't, they're not winning the championship because although he didn't have a whole lot of big games in the finals, no. but leading up in those I playoffs. I totally agree. And I thought it was significant last night. They had a big ceremony in which – Steph presented a little trophy the free throw. to Jordan Poole for the free throws. Free throws. Jordan got him by a couple of ticks. Yeah. It was 92.5 to 92.3. 92. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, I think they wanted to make Jordan feel a little better, make everybody feel right. have, have a little chuckle about it. Right. And it was Steph to Jordan Poole, and Draymond had nothing to do with that. Skip, I, I, I don't know what's in a man's heart. The man says he's, he's apologetic. I'm going to have to take him at his word. Um but, Skip, this is like video changes. Skip, video changes every single thing. The way we look at it, because it's like, what, what was Ray right? And, and this is a total decision. But was she, was she drunk? Was she already? Was she already mm-hmm. yada yada? No, we saw what happened. We saw the punch. We saw it. We saw the uh, Chopin, well, forgot, uh, Chauvin. Mm-hmm. We saw him squeeze the life no, out of a man. Oh. We, that's on video, Skip. Yeah, that, cha- that was huge. Yes. We, yep. It stays in the house. You're mm-hmm. probably right, Skip. You can get your hands around it. Well, it was a little scuffle. It was a little scuffle. You know, you can you know you can you can dress it up. It was a little scuffle. Two guys just blowing off some steam. Yep. There wasn't no two guys blowing off no steam. Mm. This 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 wasn't this was this was bad. And uh, like I said, I, if they can get over this, Skip, mm. they got a tremendous organization and locker room. Not sure they will. Steve Kerr is a tremendous leader. I guess if anybody would be up for the challenge, it would be him. We shall see, gentlemen. I'll agree. All right. What happened with Deion Sanders and Eddie Robinson Jr. after their matchup this weekend? You don't want to miss it. We're going to tell you when we come back. Y'all take a look at this. Deion Sanders met Eddie Robinson Jr. at midfield after Jackson State beat Alabama State Saturday. Tried to give him a hug. The exchange quickly ends, though, when Robinson pushed away Deion. Robinson later explained he felt disrespected by how Sanders walked through Alabama State's warm-ups and didn't take a knee at the end of the game. Sanders believed Alabama State hosted Jackson State for homecoming as a, quote, money game. Shannon. Jump in. Whose side are you on? I'm on the east side because I know, obviously, Time is a very good friend of mine. And I, I talk to him often, um, at least once a week on most occasions, sometimes multiple times. I know Rob uh, played against him. Uh, we worked out together when he was uh, played with the Tennessee Titans and when he was uh, with the Jags. So yep. I know both of these guys. Uh, Rob did go to Alabama State. He's coaching his alma mater. Yep. Dion has done an unbelievable job for Jackson State. I wish it didn't get to this point. Um Obviously, time is upset 
that they that they scheduled uh, uh, Jackson State for homecoming. So everybody knows when you schedule somebody for homecoming, hey, we're going to beat the brakes off, y'all. We want an easy win. All our alum not coming back, we want to give them something to be happy about. They done been tailgate. They done came back in time from all over the country. So we want to give them something good to, uh, to cheer about. So we got Jackson State. Time's looking at it like, nah, y'all, ain't, y'all know y'all can't beat us. This is a revenue game. So he played it up. Oh, I can't believe they scheduled. You know, and, and you know, and uh, it's just, and I think Rob took it took it a little personal mm-hmm. that they uh, they uh, they're winning the ball game and they're still trying to score points at the end of the ball game. Yep. So he started blessing. And uh, you know the thing I would tell time you got to be careful when you do that because guys are gonna take shots at you now. Um, Ohio State skip. Remember they ran the fake punt and Rutgers blasted the punter mm-hmm. and Day is like, why why is Shiano that field? Hey, you do it again. I'm gonna do it again. And that's what you subject your players to. But it should it shouldn't have come to this. Hey, dap it up, hug it up. I thought the players being with disrespect for curse, cursing and saying some of the things that they were saying, that's not what it's about. I went to an HBCU, and we gave the utmost respect. Uh, we didn't play Gramlin, but I knew who Coach Robinson was. Met him at a couple of our banquets. Uh, W.C. Gordon, uh, Jeffers, yep. all those guys, Willie Jeffers. Skip, I know them all. Mm-hmm. And, and that no, I would have never, ever, it would have never crossed my mind. I don't care if that man would have stepped across my quarterback. Man, you don't say things like that. Those are legends. Mm-hmm. That man's a legend. You, do you understand the, the the attention that you've gotten HBCUs because time is at Jackson State? I got it. You're on TV. You got it. You know time much better than I do. I, do. I know him a little. Mm-hmm. And he is one of the great showmen in the history of professional sports. Oh, he's sports. definitely a salesman. So he's going to sell a game almost like fighters would sell a fight. Right. He's going to go back and forth yes. because to him, it's just what you do before a game. Right. But Eddie Robinson took it very personally. He did. And, and the line was that got Dion after the game was, Eddie Robinson said, he ain't swack. <laughs> I'm swack, he ain't swack. And then he raved about the job Dion's doing. He raved about Shadur, who right. should be in the Heisman discussion. But in the end, he says, Eddie Robinson says, you're not going to come in here and disrespect me and my team and my school and then want a bro hug. Shake my hand and get the hell off, which is why he pushed him away. <laughs> okay, so the, the line about I'm swack. Look back at Eddie Robinson's career. Yeah. He was the swack defensive player of the year two years in a row, 1990 and 1991. He was also academic all-conference every year he played. Mm-hmm. So, so he's got quality yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won the Toyota Leadership Award in 1990. And in 1998, he became the youngest individual to ever be inducted into the SWAC Hall of Fame at age 28. Okay, so he's got some credentials within the SWAC yeah. confines yeah, 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 that, yeah. that Dion doesn't have. Is Dion putting the SWAC back on the map? You better believe a- he is. Absolutely, yes. Okay, so I didn't have a problem with it, with what Eddie Robinson did because it was just a very unfortunate situation that he took very personally, and now Dion's taken personally. And now Eddie Robinson's saying, I hope that he doesn't go to a Power 5 school because I want him next year. We'll go be their homecoming team back in Jackson. Well, you better go to a Power 5 school. <laughs> you better get ready to play a Power 5 because I believe he's going to be gone. Okay. He's play, I mean, he's coaching so well in the job. And Skip, it's just not the coaching job. If you listen to his, the way he talks to the guys before the game, the way he talks to the guys at halftime, the way he talks to the guys after the game, that's what guys are missing. It's just, it's just not X's and, o, X's and O's. He's no, teaching he's these great. men about coming, becoming better young men. Hey. 
Dion's bound to coach in the NFL yeah. at some point. I'm hey, talking about a head coach. Skip, you remember back in the NFL? The guy, the coaches did. They talking before the game. Dan Reeves, I never saw Dan Reeves shake anybody's hands after. No. They throw their hand up. I know. I they know. head to the locker room. Correct. <laughs> like the basketball coaches. The basketball coaches, they talk before the game, Skip. After the game. <laughs> yep. Got they, it. They give them that church wave. Well, guys, speaking of respect and disrespect, church wave. I like that, Shannon. <laughs> speaking of respect and disrespect, were Aaron Jones's post-game comments a shot against Aaron Rodgers? Yep. That's coming up when we return. Nope. Those Packers suffered a loss to the Giants in London yesterday after two incomplete passes from Aaron Rodgers. Late in the fourth, that's when those occurred, running back Aaron Jones said post-game, quote, I'd put my money on giving me or A.J. Dillon two downs to get two yards. I'd put my money on it. Shannon, do you think Jones was taking a shot at Rodgers? No, he was taking a shot at his head coach because our Aaron, Aaron Rodgers does not call the plays. Matt LaFleur calls the plays. And he says at least one time, give me an opportunity, give me or A.J. an opportunity to run the ball and get the first down and get the ball into the end zone. They had double the amount of pass plays as rushing plays. And, Skip, we both know that the Green Bay has a very good running attack with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. So, yes, he's absolutely right. They should have been given an opportunity because right now the passing game is not where they want it to be. But they can run the ball. It's a lot easier to run the football than it is throw the football. And right now Aaron is not playing really well, uh, but they should have had at least one opportunity to run that football in. This was from a really good guy, Aaron Jones, mm -hmm. who's not prone to taking shots at anybody. It was at least an indirect shot at Aaron Rodgers, but it was a direct hit on the head coach because the frustration. They had this game. They were running away with this were, game. That, it was they, 20 to 10 at the half. Ridiculous. And you get two downs, and all of a sudden it's shades of the NFC Championship game at the end when you have right. first and goal at the eight, and Rodgers can't catch. Right. And all of a sudden, it's shades of last year against San Francisco at home when you got the number one seed, and he can't cash in the last two and series. And you're 10 nothing, and you yeah. lose 13-10. Yeah. It's the same thing all over again. And finally, he felt like, I'm veteran enough. I'm going to speak out. Yeah. I'm going to speak up. I'm going to take a shot at my coach. And if Aaron doesn't like it, so be it. But, Skip, you're, you're absolutely right. But something is going on. Whew. They scored two points on the safety in the second half. Wow. If you look at the games that they scored, they scored about seven points is the most they've scored yeah. in the second half of a ball game.